Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. All right, get out the leftover ham. It's that time. We're pushing toward a midnight snack, whether you're on the East Coast or the West Coast. I brought mine. Are you talking about me when you got, say ham? Is well, that what you mean? That's kind of, yeah, actually I am. It's been a little bit. It's been a minute since you and I have gotten to do this. Or are you trying to tell me to zip up my fly? No, is that it's, what you're it's like a, uh, it, this is going to be the old shoe Uh-oh. syndrome. Uh, I have a feeling, even though it's been, what, I don't know, four, five, six months since we've gotten to do not this. Two, not three. Not, not four, four. Not, not five. five. Not six. I just, not seven. just have a feeling it's going to be about another 90 seconds before you're yelling at me. I'm not I'm not yeah, going to yell at that's you. What, that's, that's my prediction. Come on, let's do let's, you. That's right. You. Let's, let's that's hold right. hands and sing Kumbaya before we <laughs> no, get it don't, started. Don't hold my hands because I just had leftover ham in my oh, hand. Oh, I got No, no, I no. Need, don't, you know, I need to I need to wash my hair. No, no, no. Go, I don't want to touch your hair. Um, hey, uh, I know it's a day a day later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Did to you. Did you have a good family. one? 
Uh, I worked, but I did have a good one. Work is good. Work is good. Somebody's got to talk. You know what? We did a live Undisputed, which went really well. And then I came in and I did uh, Steve Gorman's show. I filled in on that. Beautiful. So it was good. It was good. And then I had a nice meal and I got some really nice gifts. Yeah, Santa brought you something? Yeah, a couple of really nice gifts. And uh, How many? Was it new shoes? Yeah, you know the other ones. How many pairs of new sneakers do you have in your house right now? I got two new pair of Jordans. All right. That's right. And tell me about you and the kids. I know oh they were excited gosh. bouncing off the wall. Yeah, we're still we're still cleaning up uh, wrapping paper, and um, I'm still uh, getting over the aches and pains from uh, being in the garage building stuff late at night. And the um, batteries, you have all the batteries for everything and I'm all start, that. I'm starting to run out of, out of gas on this on this game we're playing. The kids are. I have um, wonderful, awesome uh, kids who are so sweet and and so they they are you know they still know even though they're in third and fifth grade that, that Santa comes and so and you know now we got the three-year-old and so anyway uh nobody wants to hear about all that but it was wonderful no it was, it was good wonderful. right it was a great family time and what did you uh just one real quick thing yes what did you get your wife after you've been guys have been married how many years well so we're uh 11 years so you know in time you know you've bought her a lot of stuff and you're trying to figure out do you does she give you hints or do you no she or you she, just figure, i've been divorced for about 11 years okay, so, so so we're about to <laughs> so what'd you get your wife that's I a bigger to, question i used to buy her nice it's stuff too soon. <laughs> exactly. You know, no, I, obviously not good enough gifts because we're not we're divorced, okay, right? My wife and I had the same conversation that thousands and thousands of married couples around America have the week before. Christmas. I don't want anything. I don't we need. Got, anything. We got a bunch of kids, and they'll one of them will look at the other and say, "Don't give me anything." Right. This year. Don't give me. Anything. And then the other one will look back and say, "Yeah, don't give me anything either." We, you know, look. You gotta get her. Everybody's something. spending money and and. Most couples would say, like if a guy's like, my wife told her, told me not to get her anything, guys would be like, that's a trap. Right. That's a trap. Don't that, do it, because she'll be mad if you don't. Do it. What that means is don't buy a, a $5,000 ring. Right, right. Um, and, and But what, so the, what that means is get something a little smaller. But, but how she about, wants something. Everybody about, wants yeah, a gift. Yeah, how about from the heart? Right. How about from the heart? Everybody wants a gift so on Christmas. So we did, we did both get each other just a little something, even after we told each other, don't Mumbai. give me anything. And then yesterday she says to me, we're driving home, she goes, I love that we told each other we're not going to get anything, and then we both got something. Right. I'm like, I'm not stupid. Right. No, no, no. You weren't <laughs> falling for that bait. Yeah. Imagine imagine had you followed but along, I, it, she gave you a present, and, uh, then she was like, and then she was like, uh. Well, I would uh, look. I would never not do that, and and truly because when you get to a certain age in life, Christmas does come. Uh, it does become about giving instead of receiving. Absolutely. And I love to to put on the Santa hat and go shop for everybody. Nice. So I wasn't gonna let her, not let me get her anything. That's for all the whole that she deal. does with the and three kids Stop. and everything. Yes. Exactly. My goodness. All right. Live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com for a free rate quote. So we hope everybody's holiday was absolutely outstanding. Hope it was filled with family and food and love and hope that that is still emanating today. And we thank you for being part of this here on Fox Sports Radio with Rob Parker, Mark Willard, and for Jason and Mike tonight. So, uh, you know, listen, we're looking forward to having a good three hours hanging out. We want you to be involved with that. 877-99 on Fox. Uh, Benjamin Albright. Uh, who's in Denver, is an NFL draft expert, quarterbacks in particular, is going to join us in about 25 minutes, and I can't wait to ask him this. I'm so excited. I I don't understand 
what the Patriots did a few months ago. Let me ask yeah, you a yes question. Yes, you do. No, yes, I don't, you do. They I don't fell in it. love with Tom Brady. That's what they did. I don't think that's what happened at all. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you something. Um, what do you make every year? What do you mean? <laughs> what you talking about, what's, Willis? What's your salary? Uh, all right, if you're not going to tell I'll me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You ready? Yes. $1.2 Yeah, right. Okay. What? So, you ask me, I'm giving right. you my salary. All right, so $1.2 million dollars for, for year. Data. All right, so $1.2 million per year. Yes. So what if I said to you, if I was your boss, and I looked at you and I said, um, okay, um, we would like to offer you uh, a one-year extension on this $1.2 million. So yes. we'd like to make it a two-year $2.4 million contract. Okay. But another company calls you at the same time and says, well, we don't have $1.2 annually to give you. However, we do have $900,000 per year for the next 11 years. Which offer are you taking? I don't know. No, wait a minute. It depends. There's a lot of other things. Because I get all the, I'm getting all the years that's all guaranteed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, all if, guaranteed. If, if it's all guaranteed, it's, what'd you say, 11 years? 900,000 Nine, per year for 11 years. Compared to a 2.4 2. 4 4 million for over two years. two years. And by the way, wink, wink, nod, nod. If you stay with the company that you're at that gives you 2.4 million for two years, wink, wink, nod, nod. That's probably going to be it. You're probably going to be let go. Well, you'd always take the longer deal for less money because it's 11 years. Okay. Then what the hell were the Patriots doing? What were they doing? You you cannot tell me in any way, shape, or form that it makes sense if you play this year out and you don't win a Super Bowl, picking Tom Brady over Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. Yeah, but th- this is you're, you're right on a logic standpoint. That's not how people normally the Patriots their history, and you know this, Mark, is that they usually give people up earlier than later. Am I right? Same philosophy. It's in fact Bill Belichick possibly copying Bill Walsh, right? The that- late great Bill Walsh, who did not keep any iconic star through the end of his career. Even Joe Montana, who won four Super Bowls, Traded. was sent on his way. Okay? Ronnie Lott, Jerry Rice, go Roger the Craig, list, right. all of them ended in okay. a different uniform. There you go. And this is the point. But in this case, I think they fell in love with Tom Brady. And this reminds me of another Boston team that pulled off the same exact thing, and it cost them in the long run. You remember the Celtics, Bird, Parrish, McHale, right? They loved those guys. There were points in it when after they won that last championship in 86 where they could have made a trade, even traded Larry Bird and got Mm -hmm. something to help rebuild. Nope. Held on to Larry Bird. Held on to McHale. I think Parrish wound up playing two or three years elsewhere, like right Minnesota, and I think he wound up. but, But it was late. So they held on to those three. You know what it cost them? 22 years without a championship in Boston. Well, there you go. 22 years, and that's because you can't fall in love with the past. 
you can't hang on. Father time when it comes to sports is the only undefeated element in sports is father time. Well, the other thing is, though, you could say, if let, let me be, uh, you know, Joel Pat's fan here for a second and say, well, how, what if I'm falling in love with the present? The guy might still be the MVP of the league. So how do you move on from him? No, I wait, actually. What's the, what's the biggest? What is every team in this league looking for and dying to have? What is it? A quarterback. Uh, okay. So you know how hard it is to get one. Okay. You have one in your system. You think he's that guy. They apparently knew he was that guy. Okay. You can't let him go. Every other team is dying for a quarterback. It's okay. Babe Ruth was sold. I, you want to go through the list of the great players who wound up going somewhere. We just talked about quarterbacks. You mentioned uh, um, Joe Montana, right? Uh, Brett Favre Brett played Favre. three more years, yep. right? Go, uh, Green Bay said, okay, we're good. You know why? Because they had Aaron Rodgers. They knew they had the guy. And they gave up a guy who went, and, and he played in the NFC Championship game for Minnesota. So he still had gas in the tank. It's not that you're saying that Tom Brady can't play. It's just that are you looking at the next year or two, or are you looking at the next 10 years with a chance to win? Well, I'm looking at sports. Sports in general. Let's take it to another sport. What happened when Kobe and Shaq uh, got to the point where they were flying in one another's face? Who do you choose? You choose the young guy. Um, the Chargers did this once, maybe to their detriment. The young guy and not the overweight guy. Well, they yeah, exactly. That and they, too. they picked Phillip Rivers over Drew Brees. They weren't sure about Drew Brees' shoulder at the time. Turns out Drew Brees' shoulder looks okay. Just fine. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. Phillip Rivers never had. But Phillip Rivers has done fine as well. He's also a great quarterback. Still take Drew Brees, take Eli Manning, all those guys over Phillip Rivers. Well, that's fine. Be that as it may. They didn't really have an opportunity to keep anyone other no, than no, no. Drew I'm Brees. Just, they couldn't right. keep Eli Manning. He wouldn't go there. My point is the history of sports suggests every time you're at a crossroads with two great players. You pick the younger one. Why wouldn't you do that? Now, Brady is Brady. He's the GOAT, even though I'm sitting next to the only guy in the world who won't acknowledge it. No, he's the load. Okay, so he's the load or he's the GOAT or whatever he is. He's, the he, luckiest of all time. He ends with O, which tells me he's really good. Even if he's the luckiest of all time, that's still really good. Okay. So I get it. The Patriots don't want to get rid of him. And if he wins the Super Bowl this year, you probably can't. It's after, just too big of a PR disaster. After after three quarters of the Super Bowl last year, did Tom, did, did Tom Brady look like would it have been a lot easier? No. Would it have been a lot easier had he had he looked the way he looked in the first three quarters? They lose the Super Bowl. I don't think there's a doubt in my mind that Tom Brady would have been done with the well, Patriots. Well, they wouldn't have even had to be though, because Garoppolo's deal still wasn't up. He no, no, no. I mean, I mean, for but, one more year. Though, yes, but for one the, more year. At the end of this year, a month right. and a half from now, if the Patriots don't win the Super Bowl. Go into your heart of hearts if you're a Patriot fan and tell me which guy you want to then keep going forward. They made a mistake, and I don't even know if it was Belichick's mistake because the word is he probably didn't have a choice. But the, the, the owners in love with Brady. ownership wouldn't let him do it, and it very well could lead to that same 20 years of futility. 22 years the Celtics were that bad. And you remember how bad they were at one they point. Suck. Yeah. 877-99 on Fox is the number. You can absolutely weigh in on that. Also, coming up next, there's a guy who is not playing right now in a bowl game who made a fascinating comment about his future. We'll tell you about all that coming up next. Fox Sports Radio. All right. Mark Willard, Rob Parker in for Jason Smith. 
And Mike Harmon, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? You probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. He sounds sexy. Which one? Oh. <laughs> ben Albright. Ben Albright is at AM 1340 in Denver. He knows quarterbacks, he knows the NFL, he knows the draft. He'll join us in 10. Um, We'll get to Josh Rosen in just a second. It's been an interesting 48 hours for him. Uh, But Mark in Las Vegas wants to weigh in on this Tom Brady thing. Uh, Hey, Mark, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, guys, how you guys doing? We're doing great. What's up? Fantastic. Hey, I I just want to weigh on this Tom Brady stuff, man, because it it really gets to me about how long he's going to play. He wants five, six Super Bowls right now. I mean, I'm a Raider fan, uh, and I'm blessed they're coming to Vegas. Wait a minute, you said but, five or six. It's only five. Relax. Only. He might win six this year. You no, know I, don't, I don't know but, that. I do not know that. He might. He might. <laughs> That's all he said. He might. That's true. That's yeah, a fact. Yeah. He might. Yeah. But, but, Rob, give me this, man. You want to take five Super Bowls right now in Detroit. Come on, man. No, but that's not the point. The point is Joe Montana was 4-0 in a Super Bowl, won three Super Bowl MVPs, and was shown the door and went to the AFC and, and played for the Kansas City Chiefs and went to the AFC Championship game. So so it's not it's not unprecedented. I'm, I'm just saying it's happened before. I know, but with this... But this guy is—he's more magical. He's the goat, man. I'm gonna tell you. He's not I, the I, goat. Still, Joe Montana's still, the goat. I'm, I'm still—I'm still reeling from the snow job, man. We, the Raiders made him. Well, a- Mark, here's the thing about it, you know, and, and this isn't some sort of, uh, you know, Tom Brady, uh, no, 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 you know, hate discussion. I'm thrilled that this happened. I grew up in the Bay Area. Connect the dots. I'm thrilled that they made this move, but it was a terrible move. And Patriot fans will be the first ones to say, boy, no, you cannot get rid of Tom Brady. And they'll be lined up four years from now going, oh, my gosh, what what do we do now? And they'll be watching Jimmy Garoppolo repeatedly go to the playoffs. He's a weapon. And they'll ask themselves then, then they'll ask themselves, boy, did we play that right? I mean, that's the way I see this. But but you, it, you and 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 one thing. But I, they're going against everything that they've always done, and that's that's, that's the, exactly that's, right. It's if they've never done this right, and they kept all their guys and and all that, that would be oh. totally different. They are going against what they believe in their philosophy, like you said. Belichick probably stole it from Bill Walsh, and. Now he's going against what he's always done, and that is when you question well, the motivation of what's going on. People will say Tom Brady's the exception. When you're that good and that successful with that resume, Joe Montana didn't lose. Joe, Joe Montana right. didn't lose. Well, uh, okay. I don't care about Steve Young. Joe Montana did not lose. If you want to make an exception for somebody, it could have been Joe Montana, and they didn't. Well, the the response to that would be at that point you already knew what Steve Young was. Steve Young was already a proven performer at the NFL level and you knew what you had. Now, some will say you don't know that about Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's the response though. If anybody on the planet did know about Jimmy Garoppolo, it was them. And every word we've gotten out of that organization is that they're not surprised one bit why and what then, they're and seeing. And then here's the other part. They waited till it was too late, and then they got nothing. So if they would have traded him this past 
off season. You know what I mean? Well, everybody wanted him at the draft. Was at the word. draft, and they held on to him. Didn't they realize? Okay, we're we're kind of trapped here, and we can't let it go to the end of the year where we get nothing. So we got to just take something rather than nothing. They didn't get value for Jimmy Garoppolo. No, and and look, you can't. Now knowing what we know, watching him play with the 49ers, you, there is no such thing as value. I mean, the, the, Niners, the Niners could have given the Patriots their entire draft knowing what they know now, and it would have been a smart move. You cannot put a price on a franchise quarterback. We know that. And, you know, there are also those that have tapped the brakes. It's been six games, two with the Patriots, four I'm with the 49ers. I'm not saying Jim, Jimmy is, is the end-all, be-all. I, 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 I am. I'm not. I am. I'm not. Okay, I'm you, not there. Okay, so he did it with the Patriots, and people say, well, so did Matt Castle. Then he goes to the 49ers. Hang on a sec, Rob. They were 1-10. and 10. Who did they play? Give me, the, give me the teams that they beat other than Jacksonville, which I was impressed by. Okay. They beat the Giants, who are no good. They beat the Titans. Okay. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I said Jag- Jacksonville. Yeah, I'll give beat, you that they one. They beat the Giants. Who'd they beat? The Bears? I mean, uh, they, they beat, the Bears. Yeah, they, they beat, beat some the Bears. Bear teams. And I'm not, don't, I'm not, I'm not knocking By it. By the way, no, Garoppolo didn't beat the Giants. The Niners beat the Giants without Garoppolo. Was it? Well, give me, yeah. the, give me the team. That, um, I got to look at the schedule. I don't have their entire schedule memorized. You, you're the Giants. You're the 49ers guy. <laughs> you're supposed to know everything that goes on. I gave you three out of four. I thought that was pretty good. No, I, I, wanted, was pretty I, good wanted, I wanted to see who, who they've beaten. Cause I, uh, oh, they went to Houston. Okay, that Houston's no good. All right, so who? So the the wins that they have are over They who? went to at Chicago, at Houston, they home, were, home to the Titans, and home to the Jags. But but see, stop. No, Don't I'm do just that. saying. No. Don't do that. It Did, does matter who no. you beat. Yes, you it does. The, they Okay. It does matter who you beat. The 49ers sent out an Instagram post two days ago. Do you know what it said? It said, here's a team picture of all the quarterbacks who have posted a rating of 100 or better against the Jags this year. Do you know who else was in the picture? No one. It was a picture of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but it was also he a it was hung all, 38 points. It was also a game the, that they didn't need. Yeah, and, and, oh, bowl, and they could have still no, gotten the first round bye if the Jags had, had won it, that. But, but somebody had lost already, which no, just took the true. steam the off Steelers of it. The Steelers played the next night. Not true uh-huh, fake there news. Was, no, there was, fake news. there was something that took it, the steam off of that game. News. No, the Jags, if they win that game, are still possibly in line for a two seed. They absolutely had a reason to play. There's they didn't, no they didn't play that game. They 38 points. Garoppolo. Well, maybe hung on maybe that. They, maybe it was time for a stinker because the defense had been so Boy, unbelievable. All I'm saying I've is I watched all four so, games. So Garoppolo's going to win a Super Bowl next year. Is that what you're saying? I don't know about next year, but he's going to win a Super Bowl. I bet you right now that he will not win a Super Bowl in the next three years. Come on, the chicken wings, fifty dollars a gift why, card. Why, now, why do you have to make it in the next three? Four years. years. I'll give four years. Done. Done. What do you, you want? You remember back? that. What do you want to bet? $50 gift card for $50? Uh, I'm going to wait four years for $50? Yes. Uh, I mean, it's got to be like, like, how about 50 per year? What? Yes. And it has to work in reverse. Like, so, if he wins it next year, you owe me 200 150 in year wait two. Wait a minute. And what do I get? In year three. Same the, thing. If, the, yeah, the inverse. So, what, 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 wait a minute. How's that work? <laughs> no, it's got to be 200 no, bucks. I'll give you 200 bucks five years from now if he doesn't win. Okay. 
Okay? That's the easiest $200 I ever made. you got to be kidding There's me. There's no way he's winning the Super Bowl Here's what years. I know about no you. No way. Here's what I know about you the last Ask four Brian Sundays. Ask Brian No just sent me my Buffalo Wild Listen, Wings uh, gift card. I see you on Saturdays. I don't see you on Sundays here at the network. Yes. Here's what I know about your Sundays now, even though I don't see you. You haven't watched the last four 49er games. No, I haven't. Exactly. No, because I haven't. Because if you had, you would be able to remove any results or opponents and simply watch what's happening. No. He's elite. He's elite. But, but it, uh, ask big, any scout. But we'll big, ask Ben but, Albright But in two being minutes. elite doesn't He's, mean that you have all the elements. It takes more than that of course to does. win a Super Bowl, and I'm not going to think that the 49ers in four years will win the Super Bowl. 4-0. Four, four years. 4-0, four and, and I'm sorry, go ahead. Name his top receiver. I don't have to name him. Because you can't. No, but... but <laughs> never I, heard of him. I never heard of him. Because but, you can't. But, but this is it. What's his top receiver? I don't know. Who is it? it yeah, it's Marquise Goodwin. Okay. That's who he's winning who? with, Rob. Who? Marquise. And- oh, over the Bears. I just went through who the teams. It? The Bears are terrible. Over, uh, wait a minute, who else? Over who else? Jalen Ramsey. Uh, over who else? A.J. Bouye. Over what? Of the Jags. Okay, they got the one game. One but the other three games were lousy. In, in football. And the Titans are a playoff team right now. They're not lousy. They're, they're not that great. They're a winning team. They were 8-5 and five three weeks ago until they ran into the Niners. I'm not buying it. Two hundred dollars. Right. Now you know what? Next in four years, when he he won't be able to buy his wife a Christmas gift. Elite. That'll be the difference because the two hundred dollars is coming out of your pocket. Elite. I'm gonna track you down if you know you're what? working in uh, Timbuktu <laughs> doing sports talk radio. Wow, by so you have no confidence in Garoppolo or me. Wow. No, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I just. Meant, <laughs> All right. You Let, know what I meant. No matter where you go, I'm gonna come. You get gonna my find me? Oh, I have no doubt. Who about knows? That. I might be working uh, on the moon by then. <laughs> Uh, All right, Ben Albright will set you straight. He's going to join us in 60 seconds. Uh, Let's get a full update. Uh, Is that DeSager in there tonight? What's going on, Steve? Steve, was that not the easiest $200 I ever made? Tell him. Tell him, Steve. (laughs) Tell him how elite Jimmy Garoppolo is. Step into this. We'll never get to the update. I do do like you bringing up Drew Brees earlier, though, when you're talking about choose the younger. Do you remember remember that when Drew Brees went to the Saints, that was like he was going to Saudi Arabia. It's like, what are you doing to your career, man? Well, remember, they were the Aints back then. Remember, Miami had a choice between Brees and Dante Culpepper, Mm -hmm. and because of the shoulder, they chose Culpepper, and the rest is history. You know, Brees, as a Charger starter, four years, had one great year out of four. Right. The other three years, he was averaging an interception per game for about 50 games. Yeah. He'd never thrown for 4,000 yards. He goes to the Saints every year he's thrown for 4,000 yards for 12 years. That sounds like Garoppolo, that that's where he could wind up. (laughs) I will say, Drew Brees has had one of the more amazing quarterbacking careers of the modern era, that a guy who's six feet tall at the most takes Purdue to the Rose Bowl and the Saints win a Super Bowl. That's can I can I add and my he's one, the best player in the franchise. My, my one nugget on Drew Brees when he was being drafted, I was doing radio in Detroit. I on the radio begged the Lions to take him in the second round. Be- just begged them that this guy and of course they didn't take him and he winds up being this star quarterback. That was yeah. You remember who? That's the, Chargers, the one guy. I, do you remember how the Chargers got Drew Brees? They had the number one pick in the draft that year, and it was the Michael Vick year. They traded it and ended up with Breeze and Tomlinson. 
Pretty yeah, good first work. round, first round, and second round. Yep, I pretty think. good work. All pretty right, good, work. good update, Steve. Thanks for thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You didn't so good. Oh, wait, yeah, aren't there some bad bowl games tonight? What's going on? Indoors in Phoenix, a college football bowl game. UCLA now trailing Kansas State, twenty-one seventeen, end of three quarters. Bruins star quarterback Josh Rosen out tonight, not yet medically cleared after a concussion. Earlier bowl wins for Utah and Duke. The Patriots signed linebacker James Harrison. The Rams say they will probably rest starters this weekend as they end the regular season. Season. In the NBA, only two games still going. In the final minute at Phoenix, Suns are holding on to a 94-93 lead against the Grizzlies. Devin Booker, who averages 24 points a game for Phoenix, has returned tonight after missing nine games with a groin injury. He has 32 points. Also in progress, a minute till halftime, the Clippers now blowing away the Kings thanks to a strong second quarter. It's 68-49. Earlier, Dallas upset Toronto. 98-93. Back to you. All right, Steve. Great stuff, and good evening to you. Hope Christmas was great. Um, we're live, Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, all right. Uh, we'll get to the Rosen thing, too, and we can do that with Ben. Benjamin Albright, AM 1340 in Denver, and NFL draft expert, and focusing on the quarterbacks. Ben, can you first settle the argument that we're having right now? I'm already done. I'm convinced. I don't need to see any more. Garoppolo is elite. Now, wait a minute, Ben. He said that Garoppolo's going to win a Super Bowl. We got we to bet. within the next within four years. Within four years. Yep. I'm not buying it. Uh, well, I would say it's it's a bit presumptive to say he's going to win a Super Bowl in four years. Thank you. Uh, but uh, he, he looks good. He looks really, really good. So, I mean, are you ready to put the label elite on him already? And and I'll tell you how uh, we I'm not ready to I'm, Okay, I'm not ready to jump the uh, the hyperbole Thank train that you. hard just yet. Okay, well, but, uh, but he's he's good. Yeah. He's good. He's one of the the bright stars and nothing coming. Marquise Goodwin is about to have a 1000-yard season. Why? Cuz of Garoppolo. I'll tell you how we got here in the first place, Ben. I I kind of think a couple years from now I certainly understand the the PR difficulty in making a move like this, but a, a few years from now I think Patriots fans are going to be bummed that they made the decision that they made. I think several of them are bummed now. Um, you know, I think that they look at, you know, Tom Brady over the last couple of weeks hasn't been uh, uh, particularly great. He's been kind of hit or miss over the last couple of weeks, and you can kind of see it maybe maybe starting to wind down a little bit there. And I think fans there are getting a little testy. They think that uh, Belichick wanted to move on to Garoppolo and uh, Kraft sided with Brady, keeping him around and, and shipped uh, Garoppolo off, and there's a little tension there. Tell me who who would you pick uh, as the first quarterback in the draft? We we know the usual suspects: Rosen, Darnold. Who would you take? I personally would take Baker Mayfield. Um, I, it kid's a winner. Um, you know, I, I like everything about the guy. He's got uh, he's got mobility. He's got enough arm. Um, you know, he's he's high, hyper accurate to the intermediate areas, which is what you have to be in the modern NFL. If you're not the guy who can win in the 11 to 20 yard game, you're not going to win in the NFL. You know, you're only making three, four, you know, big deep throws a game, and everything else is is dink or dunk in the modern game. So, uh, you know, I would take a quarterback that's got the eye, the quick eyes, that's got the quick release, and it's got the the accuracy in the in the middling levels. Um, and I, I think Baker's got that spades. Well, why won't they take him first then? You're saying this, but I, I haven't seen anybody say that they, that he's the first quarterback to go. How come they're not taking him then? 
I don't think he will be the first quarterback to go. I think it's going to be Rosen, but I, I think a lot of that has to do with some old, uh, um, some old biases against size. Um, you know, I think there's a there's an old adage that you need to be six three, six four to win in the NFL, which we've seen is not the case with guys like Russ Wilson and Drew Brees. Um, they just don't give short guys quite the chance, uh, you know, to do it. They look at these big body guys with the big arms, and they, you know, they keep picking these guys early, and you know, they a lot of them flame out in the league. Uh, I think the latest one, the product du jour, seems to be Josh Allen out of Wyoming. You know. Kid six five, you know, got all the size, the big arm in the world, but you know he's the eighth best quarterback in the Mountain West. But he's going to end up getting picked in the first round. Benjamin Albright joining us, AM thirteen forty in Denver, and an NFL draft expert. Ben, what is the rub with Rosen uh, with regard to all of this discussion? Right, he's very smart. Um, he'll say some things publicly that can be controversial. Now, there's the rumor that. Uh, you know, he. I mean, what did he say this week? He would rather go to the right team than necessarily be the one pick. Uh, so a lot of people think he doesn't want to go to Cleveland. Uh, what are what are scouts and, and execs saying about all that? And and how do you think this ends? Well, first off, the comment itself, I think people are oversensitive about it. I think people in Cleveland naturally assume it's a shot at them when the reality is, you know, he just wants to go to a stable situation because he understands for his career that's what he needs. Um, you know, there's two different camps on Rosen. There's some people that think he comes across as entitled, kind of snotty, um, you know, arrogant, um, you know, those kinds of things. There are other people that say he's just smart and outspoken. Um, you know, and I don't know the kid well enough to, to really come down on either one. I see some comments that could be taken either way. Um, you know, I think you look at his body of work on the field, and he certainly looks like uh, he can make all the throws. And you know, as far as that goes, um, you know, I'd love to uh, love to have him on my team. The other side of that is, you know, he didn't win very much. Um, UCLA really hadn't been a winner with him there, and that's you know, that's something that jumps out at you. Why aren't they winning? Um, and then, of course, you know, he's in the concussion call protocol, not playing, you know, now. So everybody's uh, you know up in arms about these comments because they're not talking about his play on the field. What about Eli Manning? Is he? We we know the stats have been bad for six years, going the other way. Is he finished, or does he finish his career somewhere else? Some team take a chance on him for a year or two to play. I think he gets a shot to finish it somewhere else. You know, there's a dearth of great quarterback play, and people will settle on mediocrity. Just look how often Brock Osweiler keeps getting starting jobs. Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think you look down there in Jacksonville. Um, I, I think the relationship because of Coughlin? Coughlin is a good yeah. one. Yeah, I think that could be a place he could wind up. Ben, I saw your tweet a couple of days ago that the Chargers are doing their due diligence on quarterbacks. Are they doing their due diligence in a second and third round sort of way, somebody that you know learns under Phillip Rivers, or are they doing their due diligence in a we want to make a splash and see if we can get up there into a Rosen-Darnold type conversation? Well, they're looking at all the top guys, so I would suggest that that would lean towards a you know a first round kind of deal. Um, you know, they're they're heavily scouting. They had a heavy contingent up there to look at Josh Allen and his bowl game. They've got a heavy contingent uh, uh, to you know for to look at uh, Darnold and Rosen. Um, you know, I think that they're looking to lock down the successor to Philip Rivers sooner than later, so they don't have a gap year or anything like that. Or if they need to go out and get a free agent, if whatever guy they pick isn't ready, um, that they'll know, you know, to be able to do that. I, I think the Chargers are kind of a loaded football team. They've, they've had some injuries, uh, especially along the line, but um, you know, I, I think that they have the luxury of being able to do that this year. I think they recognize that, and they're going to go out and try and do it. Benjamin, one last thing. I want to ask you about uh... – uh, Stat Patford, I mean Matt Stafford, well, with the Lions. Uh, give me, you know, there's, there's so much. Of course, he was a first overall pick. He has a big arm. He's thrown for 4,000 yards seven years in a row. I could go on and on and on about the stats, 
But what's missing is the signature win. And this past week they went to Cincinnati, who's playing for nothing. Their coach is going to be gone, and they couldn't win, and they're out of the playoffs. Where do you where do you put Matthew Stafford? You know when you when you rank him, and where does he fit in with the other quarterbacks? He's a top 12 quarterback in the league. I wouldn't put him in those tight in that top seven mark, but he'd be in the top 12 or so. Um, you know, I think he's a good quarterback, and I think he's just had some bad luck. You know, I think he's been a guy who's uh, not had good defenses behind him, not had a good run game behind him, and uh, has had to, had to do a lot of it himself. Um, you know, I'd like to see him uh, with a strong defense, a strong run game, but, uh, you know, you only get the hand, the cards you dealt. And, you know, so uh, I think he's kind of having, a, in a way, almost a Marino type career where you get a lot of, a lot of stats and a lot of numbers put up, but really not a lot of shots at Super Bowls. Yeah, only problem I have is that five and he entered this season five and forty six with wins against teams over five hundred. Even this year, they have one win over a team of five hundred. You know who that was? Minnesota. After Bradford got hurt and, and, Cook. and Cook got hurt Dalvin in that Cook game, and they won fourteen to seven. That's the only game that they won. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it it really had some some poor uh some poor luck up there with getting wins against strong teams. Hey, Ben Albright, uh saw on social media uh the uh the proposal. Congratulations. Are you a newly engaged man? I am a newly engaged man. Thank you. Yeah, how'd that go? Everything good? Well, she hasn't uh, she hasn't changed her mind yet. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right. Is this your first one or second one? Oh, come on. What kind what of a, I'm oh, asking is, my is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking. Jeez, my gosh. Man. Ball, ball humbug. Hey, uh Ben, uh thanks for coming on, man. All right, brother. Take care. And okay. Ben, there's still time. No, stop. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. My gosh. I'm kidding. Ben Albright, AM 1340 in Denver, uh, on his way to his first marriage, and I have no doubt. A blissfully happy. I'm, one I'm happy for him. Way. Anybody yeah. who could stay married, get uh, married. Right. I'm, I was married. I was happy at one point. <laughs> you used past tense. I was. Uh, with I was the happiest uh, man in the world when it, I got married. And you're not now. I'm very happy. Uh, yeah. I'm even more happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know if that went well for you or not. Oh, no, but, I don't think so. Okay. With Rob Parker, Mark Willard, um, and uh, coming up next, the statement Rosen made that did get everybody buzzing. We'll tell you what he said on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Mike Pereira is going to join us next hour. I can't wait for that because I don't understand anything in the NFL anymore. Is, is this Fox Sports Radio or Disco 92? What well, is this? It's, it's both. It's December 26, man. If you can't party this week, what the hell? Man. A little cool in the gang, song. right? Yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm there sorry. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> cool in the gang. I'm sorry. Cool in the gang is the first concert I ever went to as a kid. Really? No doubt. No joke. My parents took me to a place that no longer exists. It's called the Circle Star Theaters in Redwood City, California. How was that? Going oh my to- gosh, it was amazing. I mean, it's, uh, like you know how when you're a kid, the size of things gets warped. Like I, you know, Disneyland when you're a kid felt like the size of New York City. Right, right. You go back as an adult, you're like, oh, it's a little circle, and you just is that like, it? Yeah, you're like, oh, there's four lands, and you just go in a it's circle. It's four lands, and, and they five and, lands, whatever. And you have to walk around with your hands up because you've been you've been robbed. <laughs> Oh, stop. You know, you're walking around like this with your kids. Um, <laughs> like, Dad, why do you have your hands up? You know, fun fact, they actually uh, increase prices because there's too many people now. Right? Yeah, well, it's the Yogi Berra thought, right? Yeah, nobody goes there anymore because right. it's too crowded. Because it's too crowded, exactly. So, um, but uh, the Circle Star Theater, it felt like there was only a couple thousand people in there. 
And it's called the Circle Star because it's literally a circle and the stage Rotates? rotated so that everybody, you know, was looking directly at the band at some point. And the stage would just roll. That must have been weird for, it was the, for the very, people playing. It was very cool in the they game. They probably felt like they were rotisserie probably, chicken or something. You know, <laughs> like dizzy. Yes, and uh, but we they celebrated good times, and uh, it was uh, it was it was fantastic. I still remember it. It was my first ever concert. Uh, that was not them. That was not cool in the game. I've only been to like five or six concerts in my entire life, and they're all like top shelf. I don't. I don't like. You saying cool in the gang's not? No, top no, no. Shelf? I didn't okay. say that. I'm just saying, just like, we'll, we'll fight right now. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, like uh, the Rolling Stones. Okay, I've seen them too. Like Sting. Okay, that's yeah, that is top shelf. Um, Aretha Franklin. Uh, okay. Barbara Streisand. Yeah, no, she's a huge act. No, yes. come on. No, she's a huge name. All right, so I, can I'm can a, I tell you the story? I'm afraid to say the next one. Can then. I tell you the story? Neil when Diamond. I, when I was t- Neil Diamond. Well, who who hasn't uh, who hasn't seen that? So can I tell you the Never story of, of when I was is still in college and waiting tables and Barbara Streisand came into the restaurant? Really? Yes. So the little beach restaurant in Avila Beach, California, up on the Central Coast. Babs. She, she came in. Babs came in with James Brolin, and they had just come off the beach, and they sat down in a little cafe. Wow! And uh, the girl who we worked with, who who served them, was a huge fan, and she just totally lost, lost her She's mind. She's like, "Oh my god!" She, she lost her mind, and Babs ordered clam chowder, and so they go get her a bowl of clam chowder, and the next thing you know, I'm out back, and uh, there's this commotion. And we all run to the front of the restaurant. Babs has bitten into a bee. Oh my god! There was a there was a bee inside the chowder. In the chowder. Oh my god! And Babs bit it. She bit the bee. Did she sue the restaurant? <laughs> no, no. And she actually, I think she still paid for her meal. Well, I she refused have... to. I mean, it was. They offered. were trying to comp her. Oh yes, my god! Please. Course. Oh my gosh, Babs. I mean. That restaurant, I think, is now closed, and that was the day you knew it was going to close. Right. When the most famous person in the history of your restaurant walks in, and that's the person that gets a bee in your soup, there's something about that restaurant that was destined to fail. Not good. But she was, you know, cool enough about it. I don't think she was happy, but she didn't didn't freak out. But I did see, all right, wait a minute, let's finish my list. Billy Joel. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize that you weren't done. No? Billy Joel, yes, that's top shelf. Okay. Top shelf. So so that's like the, the list. That, that's that's it. Good. That's it's not a, a bad list. list. It's not like it's a good list. It's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kinda kinda like this show. Yeah, it's all over yeah. the place. All right. It's so all right. let me ask you this, and we can do more on it coming up here in about five minutes. Do you buy this statement? I'd rather go to the right team. Then go number one. No. Why not? Because I think that you could be the reason that that team turns into something. Oh, that's such a blue sky I'm answer. Just, <laughs> but it, but it's just you, you know what? You should be the guy. Believe go, in yourself. Go, 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 you turn the organization. Go around. look at go look at the Chicago Bulls before Michael Jordan showed up. Go go look. Go look at go, Michael go, Jordan. Go, no, go, go look at Michael Jordan before Scottie Pippen showed no, up. No, but go look at the Bulls. Go look at the Bulls. They were they were god awful before he showed up. Can, can and all I'm something? saying is that you might be that guy 
and I still want to be the number one pick. I can ask you this question. There is an absolute factual right answer, and it's the same answer for every human on this green earth. What have you done in your life alone? I can't say it on the radio. You want me to lose the gig? No. Well, no. <laughs> what have you achieved? What have you achieved alone? <laughs> How about that? Okay. Um, everybody needs help. I've I've been helped yeah. along the way. The answer is nothing. Right. So why why does Josh Rosen have to go save Cleveland alone? He doesn't have to save it alone, but there'll be other people that'll come along okay. up with them. More on this coming up. Eight seven seven ninety nine. Don't on bail Fox. out. It's Mark and Rob. Yeah, there's nothing better than Christmas cash. Everybody needs a little bit extra this time of year. Oh yeah. And according to Rod Sloan on Twitter, I've just made some. Mark, that's the easiest $200 you'll ever make. He's Rob, a- you didn't think this out, and that's from a Packer fan. No, he's a he's a closet 49er fan. No, he understands that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I didn't mean anything by that. He's I meant in less than five years. That's the bet. Uh, I feel very confident in that as we come to you Super live. Super Bowl in four years? No not, doubt. Not happening. No doubt. Guy went 4-0, and he has no players around him. We're live in the Geico Fox Sports Against Radio nobody. Studios. Uh, except for the best defense in football. Against nobody. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. <laughs> Geico.com for a free rate quote. Okay, Josh Rosen's team is playing right now. Josh Rosen's not playing. The only thing that I find interesting about this is that Rosen still technically hasn't declared for the NFL draft. Oh, he will. Of course he will. Um, and guys now are becoming more and more comfortable with coming out and saying, I'm, I'm not going to play in the bowl game. I need to protect my body. And I have no issues with that whatsoever. No, nor do I. Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey got it started. Royce Freeman did it this year. Who was the Michigan player who uh, cost himself big money? Jake who? Butt, the tight end. Jake Butt. Tore his ACL in a bowl game. And there was Jabril Peppers who came up with a mysterious injury moments before the game started. So Rosen wasn't going to play in this game either way. But what they've said all week, and you've even heard Steve DeSager say it throughout the night, well, it wasn't cleared for concussion. I talked to the voice of the UCLA Bruins today. I said, hasn't he been practicing for over a week? He's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know what's going on down there, but it seems to be taking a long time to get clearance from this concussion. So in other words... But practicing doesn't mean that you're 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 having... No, but they, 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 but you're not getting hit. You know not, what I'm saying? He has no symptoms, and the game in which he was concussed was weeks ago. It was weeks ago. So this is about protecting his body for the draft. He just won't say it. I wish he would just come out and say it. Um, I think he'd be the first quarterback of a big university to do this. Maybe that's why he doesn't want to do it. But it also led... Uh, to a conversation and a comment where he said, I would much rather go a little later in the draft and go to the right team as opposed to ending up with the wrong team. Here's a little bit from Rosen discussing this entire subject matter. A lot of people bash them, but some of them have to realize that some of these guys have families. Some of these guys have um, kids. Some of these guys really have to support the people around them. And, and some of them maybe have put in, been put in unfortunate circumstances where they can't afford to be in school for another year. They might want to, and people in the media may not give them that shot that there's a part of them that may want to be in college, that may want to play in this bowl game. But if they feel they've blocked in their future earnings to take care of their kids or family or sisters, brothers, whatever, then I think people should really look into their story and see how football is affecting their life. I'm in a fortunate circumstance where I play a not as physical position and and, um, and uh, 
I, it's just every single situation is unique and I don't think you can lump them all together I don't think you can call it uh, a trend that people are starting to miss bowl games I think players are just starting to realize that they have a lot of power and they don't need to be exploited I, I tell you what I mean I, I'm, I've gotten to the point now where I don't even understand players who do choose to play I mean it's fine there's nothing wrong with it but uh, the supposed outrage, NFL teams being bothered by it. I'll give you an example. So San Diego State played in a game a couple of days ago against Army. Rashad Penny is the nation's leading rusher this year. He's going to be a pretty significant draft pick. He wanted to go get the single-season all-time school record. He needed 107 yards. He had that before the end of the first quarter. What did he do? Kept playing. Kept playing until he had 240 yards and four touchdowns on the board. Did he show out for scouts? Sure, but he took a risk. I'm fine with it because he was fine with it. Well, here, here's but my man. What what happens if, if if that knee had gone out? And and this is this is all the players need to know is if he blows out a knee, do they draft him? No. So so where, where's it right now? If they draft him, oh well, we know you're a good player. And and it's unfortunate that happened, but we'll draft you anywhere where you were going to give draft. No, that's not how it works. So if they're not going to draft you if you get injured, why in the world would you put yourself in harm's way in an exhibition game? I'm not talking about a, a guy who doesn't want to play in the national championship game. I don't want on my team. If you don't want to play for the national no, championship. it's a game that's, that matters. Right. Yes. That, that's what I'm saying. That's totally different. An exhibition game, a bowl game that really doesn't matter. Are you kidding me? No way, no how would I play in it. Now, here's the other side of the conversation that we got started a few minutes ago, though. I actually completely agree with Josh Rosen that I would rather, for instance, be the number six pick and end up in a great situation. No, I don't believe in that. Then be the number one overall see, pick. See, you're a part of this. This is this is why the NBA is garbage. Because you, you buy into this. This is that where... Guys aren't willing to work for anything. It's got to be the perfect situation. That's not how it goes. That's why there's a draft. That's why the bad teams get the first pick because it's about competitive balance and trying to do it so that it's somewhat fair. Otherwise, why have a draft? Just eliminate the draft. And if you want to go load up and play for the Green Bay Packers or whatever team you want to pick, the New England Patriots, and let all the players who want to go win a Super Bowl go to New England, then let's just do that and forget about uh, competition and forget about spreading the wealth. Okay, This that, is what's wrong with the NBA, that, and this is what's wrong with these players today. Not, it's ridiculous. Nothing's wrong with the NBA. The yes, it is. Ratings are through the roof. No, but they, they weren't and through the And secondarily, no, no. that's not what I said Yes, at it is. All. No, it's it absolutely not. is. No, I didn't. I said the right See, team. See, I told you I'd be yelling at you. Here it is, the second Gosh, hour. It took an hour longer than I thought it was. Um, wherever you go as a rookie, you're going to have to work. Um, I also, my example was the fifth or the sixth pick, not the Packers or the Patriots. You're still dealing with a crappy team at number five or number six. But what I'm talking about is organizational stability. What I'm talking about is not surrounding yourself with all the good players so it's easy. Hang on, let me finish. Not surrounding yourself with all the good players so that it's easy. I'm talking about, in general in life, Surrounding yourself with competent people. No, but here's my my argument. Here's my argument against that. 
I'm sure LeBron went to Cleveland saying they know what they're doing in Cleveland. They've never won a championship in Cleveland. Cleveland! Right? But well, LeBron, but no, no, it's, it's different. not different. It is different. He's from there. Le- but it's not. It's Why? Because LeBron it's went there and you know what? Turned it into something. He maybe didn't get the championship okay. to the first go round. But he made First a difference. All, the example, he made a the, difference. The example you just brought up, one, that is a hometown boy, and two, you're potentially talking about the greatest player who's ever played the game. I'm not going to put that on Josh Rosen's shoulders. Like, I just don't if, like if, that if players a, feel like they have to have the perfect scenario. That's not how it works. It is how it works. No, it isn't. It's how it works, in fact, in every single business in life. No, it doesn't. Not in come sports. Out of college, that's why there's a draft. If you have no. options... And there is precedent here. You're acting like there's then, no precedent. There's two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Mark, get rid of the draft. Get rid of the draft. What, what do we have a draft for? So, so Get jo- rid of the draft. So, John and Elway and Eli Manning, you hate those guys. What? Yes. You do? Yes, because you they, they, because they, al- because they <laughs> altered. Wait a minute. You hate them? You know what I mean. That's a strong I word, I isn't it? I don't hate, but, well, it- but because they, try- they altered what is set up. To try to make it fair, and and it, okay, it's a part of the collective bargaining agreement. But they, these guys didn't collectively bargain that they're not and even if, you in know the league. What? And if I would have been, uh, uh, who had who had uh, See, uh, who had his rights? Who had um, the Elway? Elway. Colts. The Colts. I would have said, go sign with the Yankees, and you can't play football. Go sign with the Yankees. Fine. That's what I would have done. I would have refused to allow him to alter. What has always been done and a part of the collective bargaining agreement, go sign with the Yankees. You will never play football. We have your rights, and you'll never play football. I guarantee you he would have given in. Gosh. Guarantee li- Living life in such spite guarantee is so comfortable, isn't it? It is. It's that a good thing. That would be wonderful. The hair on the back of my neck would stand up, and I would feel good about There's it. There's somebody in high school that you still have a grudge against, yes. isn't there? Absolutely. <laughs> and how's that going for you? I love it. Every minute of it. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. This is this is called the free market system. You got out of college, you had options. You picked the better one. These guys have options. They had nothing to do with the collective bargaining. Yes, it agreement. does. By the, the way, the, the draft. By the it way, does. by the way, you also took my 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 statement and and took four leaps that I didn't even say. I'm not saying he should tell you the just, cl- This is your first show you ever done with me? No. Okay, it's so not. You're, you're I was so- completely prepared for this. Anyway, <laughs> I I'm not saying that the Cleveland Browns he should he should tell tell them no way. I'm saying that if he in his due diligence, the same way teams are allowed to do their due diligence on these players, they're allowed to go to the combine, touch them, feel them, weigh them, try to fool them, make them take tests, make them run around in shorts. They get to do all that. Why shouldn't the prospective employee get to do their due diligence about the company that's about to hire them? And if they find that company to be uh, incompetent, they should be able to stand up and say something about then they, that. Then you know what? Then the, the franchise should be taken away. If they're incompetent and players don't want to go, then why don't they just fold the franchise? Is, is your point that the Browns not are not incompetent? No, I, mean, I just think that they the, the people who might have been there in the past – haven't done a good job. That doesn't mean that a good job can't be done now. I'm, the 49ers were god awful, right? right? God awful. Now and they, they, and now, now you got think the right they got the okay, so it what a turnaround. That's shocking. Hold on. That that, that what, wow, what, what a shock. What came before the quarterback? What do you mean? What came before the quarterback? What the coach and the general manager? Nobody wanted to go there until there were competent people in place. And look how quickly the right people in place, they held the Bears 
over their laps in the draft, built up a bunch of equity. They've turned it into Jimmy Garoppolo. They have now credible, competent people at the top, and look how quickly and when, there's And when they were 1-10, I wasn't so positive that they knew what they were doing a- when they were 1-10. A- actually, if you'd been watching the games, you'd know that exactly that no people were incredibly confident. I, I was talking about this. Well, I was. Everybody could see it. The second they got to the draft with what they did to the Bears, the selections they made, trading back into the first round to get Reuben Foster, the steal of the draft, they've been making the right move every step of the way. John Lynch is the executive and, of the and year. When, and when they don't win the Super Bowl in four years. Well, but you're making a faux prediction. You're no. You're throwing something out there that you think is going to happen, but there's no way you know that that's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. No, you don't. Because I know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl, and I just don't think that they're so going to be there in four years. Well, great. So you don't think. That's not a fact. No, it, it is a fact. No, it's not. It's in my head, it's a it's fact. It's something you're hucking against the wall and hoping it sticks. You're, it's interesting to me that you're anti-employee here. I'm you're not, usually not like this. No, no, no. You're I, being an establishment guy. No, right I'm now. not. I'm not an establishment you guy. Are. And I just don't make I, sure that the owners have all the power. Not here. all the power. That's but, what you're saying. But I, I don't like how LeBron James ruined the NBA because that's what he's he set up. If I bring up and now here we go. If I bring up strawberries. A minute later, you'll be talking about how LeBron James ruined the NBA. No, he ruined strawberries, to too, do, with the seeds. What does that have to do with Josh Rosen being able to say the Browns are not the spot for All me? I'm saying is it's a collective bargaining agreement that the draft is in place. If you, if you tell me this is how we're going to do it from now on, guys play college football, they take their resume and tape, they knock on the door of the team they want to play for, like everybody else when you get a job, right? When we all go to college – I got my resume. Here's my tape. If we're going to do that, that's totally different. If you have a collective bargaining agreement and you you agree to a draft, the draft is illegal. The the draft is illegal. You that's can't. Right. It's illegal that's unless right. unless it's in a collective bargaining right. agreement which, and the which, membership sign off which, on but which, it. It's illegal. Which he's not a member yet. Okay, because he's in college. Okay. He has nothing but to do get, with what's you, been collectively bargained. Okay, but but he's joining, and and that's just how it goes. <laughs> Right. That's just how it goes. That's the that's the argument. All right. More on this next. I'm completely on Josh Rosen's side. Anybody? I, I would love By to hear way, from other people. Yeah. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And, and uh, Mike Pereira is fifteen minutes away as well. Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, Pereira's going to join us in ten minutes. He'll be great. He went on a great Twitter rant after that. That Kelvin Benjamin play. Did you see that in the Buffalo New England game? Ridiculous. That was terrible, right? Yes. So he went on a Twitter rant, and I can't wait to talk to him about this and much more with regard to NFL officiating and the rules and all of that. Um, What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. With Rob Parker, Mark Willard, in for Jason and Mike. We wish you happy holidays and a happy new year. Hope you're having a great week. Um, I tell you what, I'm 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 just I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you are where you are on this one because in my time knowing you, I've known you to be someone who is uh, pro options, pro mobility for I'm not against for that. people for the employees. I mean, Josh Rosen as the example here is coming in. He's not a part of the. Fraternity is not a part of the collective bargaining agreement. No, but he, but he, but they, they speak guy. on his behalf because yeah. don't forget, 
the players also voted that those quarterbacks coming in don't get the, the contracts that they used to get. That's right. And, right? You remember that? They well, voted against them. And at the end of the day. Which is terrible. And at the end of the day, the Browns, they can draft him. He doesn't have all the power. He does have some. It becomes a game of leverage. I would draft him or or I would not not allow him to play football. Well, I would I would be that guy. I would that, be that jerk. But that hurts you. I understand. As but well I would also him. I would also hurt him though. Because eye for an eye. Exactly. You're not going to disrespect the people of Cleveland or that the chance that we think you're something special and we want to How, build around you. Wait a minute. How on earth is it disrespectful when someone looks at a company you're the one. You who just has, got the new GM, who's only been there for. He's at, he's had a cup of coffee in his sweet yeah, roll. Yeah. All right. So so there's so, no track record for him. So maybe Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold is wooed by that guy, but you're the one who's coined the phrase. Sports has a very short menu. Wins and losses. Wins and losses. We're looking at the Cleveland Browns. It's been two years. They've won one game. And, you're and that asking, was a really good game. It was <laughs> a great game. It was on Christmas Eve against the Chargers. Very close game. In fact. It's a blocked field goal away from being zero wins in two years. And you're asking these guys uh, to put their professional future in these people's hands. I mean, that's what you're and, – and you're saying and they should have no right to even think about That's what the collective bargaining there. agreement calls for. If you don't do that, then get rid of the draft. What Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand what okay, you're saying. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So if, if it's about players being able to pick where they want to go – where they want to go, then let's get rid of the draft and let people get jobs the way everybody else in the country except professional athletes. Everybody else. Go to school. I got a degree. Here's my resume. Here's the reason you should hire me. I'm not making the case that this is the right thing to do every time. I just think that there sometimes are extenuating circumstances. Um, Let's go to John in Ohio. John, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, first off, uh, I'm a Giants fan, so I'm very happy that Eli did what he did, even though I do think that was Mommy and Daddy pushing that. If they would have said play for San Diego, we probably would have did that. But I'm glad it worked out the way it did. But the way I look at it is these guys are milli- making millions of dollars. Everybody would want to be in their shoes, and they should just go where they're drafted, and they should just use – to try to make that team great, and it's just going to make them look that much better if they can turn around the team. Well, um, I understand these guys have abil- that they have really good abilities that we all don't have, so maybe they should have the opportunity to choose where they want to go. But still, you know, this is you know they're doing it for the fans. You know, they wouldn't be there without us. How many Super Bowls did Tom Brady win before he went to New England? How, how many did New England win before he got there? Exactly. He got none. Yeah, but Tom, none. Brady, Tom Brady. And, and the Patriots Brady, were a bad organization. This is a sixth round draft. No, pick. but he that's was a not, bad. That's... But he was a bad. I'm just saying the Patriots were a bad organization. They Listen, were. The Browns will win a Super Bowl someday. I get it. But John, thanks for the call. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Let's keep in mind when we say guys should just go where they're drafted. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time they do, they do, and Rosen and Darnold would too. Let's remember there are moments in life where the scale tips. The Browns are historically incompetent. I was supposed to start my career at the Iowa City Press Citizen newspaper. And why didn't you? And that was the job. They offered me the job. I'd never been to Iowa. Here I am a kid in Connecticut. I'm like, I'm excited to go. 
I'm a, they were offering me a job to be a sports writer. I'm excited to go, yeah. even though I don't know where Iowa is. I don't even know how to get to Iowa. So okay, you, you, but you didn't end up going. No. Why? Because the Wilkesbury Times Leader, which was a bigger <laughs> paper, offered wow. me offered me wow. right. It was a bigger paper, an, and they offered me more money. What an established outfit like no, the Wilkesbury Times Leader. The Times Leader. Yeah, when they call. You got to go. You got to do what you got to do. So I spent my five months there in Wilkesbury, and then I went to the Daily News in New York. So that's my, that's my point. That's my point. It's Listen, right. I think everybody when they get out of college has that kind of. Uh, You'll go anywhere, yes. right? You're just trying to work. I packed my entire life into a truck, and you and, went to go and do. I drove well, to Idaho to do baseball, to, right? To call minor league baseball games, right? For, to make uh, eight dollars an hour. Uh, we were making. What were we making? Let's see. I was making about. I can't remember how much we were making. I remember how much I was making at my first newspaper because there were there were months when I had to decide if I was paying my credit think, card bill yeah. or eating. You I know, think, it was one or the other. I think we were making about fifteen hundred a month. So how much is that a year? It was, I mean, it was like fifteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, I'm. Just but we got per diem too on the road. Did you? We got coaches per diem. Yeah, we got a little envelope of cash every road trip. That's not bad. You yeah. got meal money. Yeah. And yeah, then you no, ate at great. McDonald's and you saved the money. 100%. Real quick, let's go to Rod that's, in Bakersfield. 18000 Thank He's you. He's got a question. For, well, math, you know, it's the day after Christmas. Right. Rod, Rod, go ahead. You had a question for Rob? Yeah, yeah as a matter of fact, I'm enjoying your guys' bantering, and I'm not a closet 49er fan, Rob. Okay. No uh, problem. Hey, hey, now, Rob, I got a question for you. You're under contract, so Fox Sports Radio says, hey, guess what, man? We've got to. Uh, we're going to have to cut you about 25 30%, but we're going to send you to North Korea to do sports talk radio live. Are you going to go? I didn't sign up to go to North Korea. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, though. No, See, but, 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 but he should be able to go where he wants to go. But the only problem, and I hear you, but then, then let's get rid of the draft completely. Would you do agree with that? Well, he's not. Okay, look, you were talking about paying the dues and all this, uh, and, and it's under contract, and this guy's not under contract. Neither yeah. was L.A., neither was Eli. Well, and, and Rod, thanks for the call. I, I We're not saying Josh Rosen should be able to look at the entire NFL and select where he's going. He's potentially, by the way, we don't even know this to be fact, he's potentially saying there's one team I have concerns about. What if Josh Rosen? What, 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 what if Josh Rosen said, you know what? Uh, Garoppolo is gone. I want to go back up. Tom Brady's going to be gone. Come, I'll go. No, to, no, that doesn't work. Uh, why? That's, that's a very different. That's a statement. great organization. That's they won championships. That's. I want to go to New England and be Tom Brady's backup. That's, that's you taking. You would be. What, what, you would be no, against that. that why? That's, that's you taking what he's doing and blowing it up by seventeen fold. That's what you're doing. That's now. what I do. I know that's what you do. All right, let's get to Sager in here. He does not do that. This is <laughs> one of the most. Calm, measured, rational people. Steve, you know what I'm doing, Steve. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, with Week 17 of the NFL coming this weekend, have you seen some of the temperatures across the country? No. I mean, just in the Northeast right now, overnight temperatures. A lot of them are 10 to 20. So I looked it up for this Sunday. Almost half of the sites hosting NFL are going to be sub-freezing this weekend, oh. including Tennessee at home with oh, a chance of snow at the that's time. That's the one I was going to ask you about. That's wow. going to snow? A chance of snow. We're still a few days out, and but the, a Tennessee win clinches them a playoff. Right, there. right. Other cold weather sites that are hosting, 
Baltimore and Denver, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia each home, Giants and Patriots each home. So we're going to have a lot of cold weather. Maybe not so, a lot of snow. So but. you know what? All this time, no wonder I've never seen Steve DeSager and Fritz Coleman in the same place at the same time. <laughs> That's a local weatherman. Yeah, local weather for, for people to know at uh, KMBC. Do you know who was the weatherman before Fritz Coleman on that channel? No, because Fritz Coleman's been there for 40 years. That's right, and he took over for Pat Sajak. Is that right? Who took the ah, Wheel of Fortune see? job. Pat wow. Sajak, who used to joke that he would do these weather remotes, actually go to whatever location in Los Angeles and tell people, don't drive, bad weather out there, a lot of smog, and of course they would drive to go tell people See, not to drive. DeSager just sunned you. He did, he sunned like me. It was local trivia knowledge of Los Angeles, yes. California. <laughs> All right. Well, the great the sports connection is that Stu Dahan used to be sports anchor at LA a long time, <laughs> yes. including on that channel, Right. and Pat Sajak got this offer for this game show and said, should I take it? And Stu said, game shows come and go. Sports will always be here. (laughs) Later that same. Anyway, tonight in bowl play, UCLA just disappeared in the second half and Kansas State beat them in Phoenix 35-17. Utah and Duke with victories. The Patriots signed linebacker James Harrison in the late NBA game. Clippers are up 106-85 on Sacramento mid-fourth quarter. Dallas upset Toronto 98-93 and Phoenix won on an alley-oop dunk in the final second, beating Memphis 99 97. All right, Steve, great stuff. We're live in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Geico.com or 800-947-AUTO-ONLY. Hard part figuring out which way is easier. Let's welcome in Mike Pereira, former NFL vice president of officiating and a current rules analyst here with us at Fox Sports. Mike, it is great to have you. Happy holidays to you. Uh, re- and, and let me say this, Mike. Yeah. The, the officials... And what's going on now in the with the instant replay is just terrible. Please help me. Well, it's called for me. It's called job security. I mean, that's what <laughs> I, mean, I, have to, I have to think about that. You know, I, I used to when I worked for the league and when I ran the department. I used to really start every Sunday by saying, "Okay, no controversy." You know, now I start Sunday by saying, "Okay, give me a little controversy. Yeah, give me like exactly. so I can get a little bit of airtime during the week." You know, so. Yeah, no, it's been a crazy, uh, crazy year, and certainly, you know, week after week, it's just like something crazy happens. Whether it's measuring for first downs with index cards, or uh, <laughs> you know, or overturning touchdowns, it's just wild and wacky. Well, and Mike, I, I certainly read everything you said on on Twitter after this uh, overturn of the Kelvin Benjamin play for Buffalo against New England the other day, and I I wonder if you agree with this. It, it feels like. As a group, collectively, the officials have lost sight of the very basic rule that the only way you can overturn something is if you're 100% sure that the call on the field was incorrect. Do you agree that they've lost sight of that? I don't know where it went, but it certainly is gone. And, and you know, and, and I think, as I said in one of my tweets, nothing's more irritating if you're an official and you make a really tough call on the field and you get it right and then replay comes and incorrectly reverses it i mean it, that acts that absolutely drives you nuts but i think you have to look at it not not only to say that it's bad and there's been bad decisions made but why i mean and and, and i think that the answer may lie somewhat in the fact that you know the competition committee and the owners decided to put the sole authority 
of making the decisions in replay in New York this year. And the thing is, they did it because Dean Blandino was there. I mean, he's the father of instant replay. He understands it better than anybody. He essentially has been making the decisions with input from the referees for the last couple of years. And so they voted to put it all in his hands, and he left. I mean, he came to us at Fox, and so it got thrust upon Alberto Riveron and Russell Yerk, who is their uh, vice president of replay operations, and I don't think they were prepared. And and I think they are the ones that have lost this standard and don't, you know, don't understand that the first thing you need to do before you start looking at the video is to say to yourself, look at the ruling on the field was a completed pass and a touchdown. Now let's look at it. Can we find anything that totally discounts that. And if you say, well, it looks like maybe he doesn't have control when that back foot is down, well, that's not enough to reverse something because it has to be clear and obvious. And I think they're going through growing pains, both Al and um, and Russell Yurk, but they're taking too long to learn. I mean, they're taking too long to get through these growing pains. And, and, and I, I think that it's, you know, really taken replay to a point where nobody trusts it and I think that's not just fans I mean that's coaches and players and you know that's not something that the league likes because you know it's just a it's just a precedent that to me further brings down a game that's already somewhat in decline now help me help me here Mike do officials get fired for poor for poor calls, because a lot of officials make, there's a lot of bad calls, too, made on the field, and we see the replay, and it's so obvious, or some of them are that they've missed a call or whatnot. Do officials really get fired for doing a poor job? Sure they do. You know, you have, what you have now are standards. Um, it's a little bit different than when I ran the program. Now it's a standard. There's three standards. There's a a standard that if you are accurate and you have a good year and you have a minimal amount of stakes, if you make the highest standard, it allows you to qualify to work for the, the Super Bowl or a championship game. If you make the second standard um, and you don't make the first, you can't work a Super Bowl or a championship, but you can a wild card or a division game. If you're in the third standard, uh, that's no good. I mean, you, you're not, you can't work any postseason game. And everybody, we always said, everybody can have a bad year. So, so how, many, two, how many? How many? If you have two, two, you you very likely are out. If you end up in in uh, the third standard, the third tier, for two years in a row, you're likely out. So you know, and so I, you know, really, since as practically as long as I can remember, the average turnover rate has been about seven per year. Yeah, that's and, what I wanted to know. How many guys? Confidence. Yeah, so, yeah, about seven per year, and about half of right. those really are gone because of, um, you know, because of failure to, you know, work at a standard that's deemed to be acceptable for the NFL. Mike Pereira joining us. Mike, um, is the tuck rule still in effect? And I'll tell you why I'm asking in a second. Because Tom Brady shouldn't have had that first Super Bowl. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, listen, the tuck rule, the tuck rule, which is no longer in effect. Okay. I mean, it, it went out a couple years ago, but let's, face it. I mean, the tuck rule really, that play, which was correctly officiated because of the rule that's called the tuck rule, um, that was correctly reversed in replay and, and really 
did that not turn the corner for the Patriots? Absolutely. I mean, that, they that, were supposed to lose I mean, to the Raiders. That was, it, yeah. it, that's correct. I mean, and it really – I mean, there's been no looking back from the, from the Patriots, you know, since that point. Now, that's not to say that if the Raiders go on and win that game – that the Patriots don't win the Super Bowl the next year and whatever. But if you look at one call, at least in my time that I've been involved with the league, if you look at one call that had the most impact in terms of future years, I think that was it. And it took a long time to get that rule reversed. Um, it's, it's one of those, it's kind of like a catch now. It doesn't make sense. Him. Well, that's and, um, yeah, that's precisely you know. why I asked, Mike, because I keep hearing the same thing now about the catch rule that I did about the tuck rule, which is that the officials are calling it correctly, but it's a bad rule. And so what do you think is going to happen with the catch rule going forward? Well, I, I think they've got two members of the competition committee that are now going to really push for a, a tweak. I'm not going to say a total redo of the rule, but a tweak of the rule. I think Mike Tomlin, since he's on the committee and based what happened at the end of their game with the Patriots and Jesse James on a play that looked like a touchdown, smelled like a touchdown, felt like a touchdown, was ruled a touchdown, yet got reversed in replay. And also Stephen Jones, who is, you know, ever since the Des Bryant, you know, did he catch it? Did he not catch it ever since that? You know, and he has now stepped up and said, it, in fact, the rule needs to be examined. Look, at, I don't think it's that difficult, and I think that I think you could make a quick change. And, and to me, if you just take the Jesse James play, you know, he caught the ball going to the ground. No question he's going directly to the ground. But he got a knee down. He had control. He got a knee down. And then – turned up field, and reached into the end zone. Now, you put a person, a receiver on his feet, and if he gets controlled two feet and turns up field and extends the ball, that's a catch. He's fulfilled the element of time. And to me, there should be no difference in the rule. I mean, going to the ground should not trump, you know, reaching to the goal line, should not trump turning up field like it does now. And so I would use the same language on the upright receiver as the one going to the ground. And then the other part of it is replay has killed the catch rule because now it's involved in this element of time. I mean, they're, they're really replay is now looking at a play at a totally different speed than the official is looking at it. Uh, and Mike, Mike, and then so making, these, making these rulings in replay, which to me, that it doesn't belong. That it doesn't belong in replay. Mike, I totally agree. It's even happened in baseball on this. I, and I don't know, Mike, if you see where the guy steals second base and they slow it down so slow that for a millisecond, his foot comes off the base, even though he's stolen it. You know, didn't slide off the bag. He raises his foot off the bag for a millisecond. They slow it down, and they call these guys out. That's not what replay was supposed to be about, is it? Well, you know, it's interesting because when we brought it in in 1999, we brought it back, actually, because it it was in existence from 86 to 91, although it was a horrible system. But when we brought it back in 99, nothing got changed unless it was so obvious. And part of that reason was is because we were in standard definition, so you couldn't you couldn't really tell as clear as you can now with high definition and even better than that. And what we've done is we've now over officiated plays in replay, whether it's baseball or even basketball. 
And to me, it's it's too technical. It's not, it wasn't designed for that play where the guy slides off the base, right? And he's and he's two inches off the base when the guy ends up with the glove hand with the ball on. It, it's 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 taken it to a level to me that it doesn't belong. It's a human game. I've always said that it's a human game. It's played by humans, coached by humans. Humans watch the game. You know, you've got big fans of teams, and, and, you know, and I think that human element needs to stay in. And I think when you get into this whole, re- whole replay like we have now in football where, well, you know, the ball moved a little bit. You know, <laughs> you know what? It's yeah. just like, okay, wait, what are we doing here? Let's be realistic in this thing. And, and I think that's where we've lost our standard now. That's where I think replay has lost its focus. You know, it's trying to do too much and trying to get too technical, and it's, you know, it's not in a good place. There's no doubt about it. Hey, Mike, uh, great comments. Great to have you. Yeah, thanks so much on a holiday week. Happy New Year to you. Thanks. Same to you guys. All All the best. All right. And, of course, you know I covered the Calvin Johnson game in Chicago, which – that one's in the still, process. It's still. I was at that game. You see that highlight, and you just can't believe. You're it. like, what? What are we? I mean, they're like a freeze frame. The play is over. He's up on his feet. He's already his, his face is in celebration mode, and then the ball squirts out, and they're like, "Yeah, no catch." It, it's so frustrating. It's really frustrating. Okay, uh, Greg Popovich. Uh, with some very fierce, interesting comments. We'll get to that coming up. And uh, there's one NFL head coach that's got Rob Parker very upset this evening. That's around the corner as well on Fox Sports Radio. All right, that's Rob Parker. I'm Mark Weller. We're in for Jason and Mike. Great news. Quick way you can save some money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes to save 15% or more on car insurance. So listen to this from Pop. Greg Popovich was asked tonight, why are you so attached to charitable efforts? Why is this so important to you? And I love it when Pop gets real. Like you can t- like there's emotion in his voice mm-hmm. and he gets real. So why are these charitable efforts so important to you, Pop? <laughs> Quote, he said, it's a tax write-off. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What did he say? He said, because we're rich as hell and we don't need it all. Other people need it. And you're an ass if you don't give it. Pretty simple. Well, also, the government's going to take it anyway. I'm not mad at people who do the work that they do. It might as well be where you set up something to give money to help people or something that you care about. So I, I totally get it. I admire people who are very charitable and set up uh, organizations, nonprofits, all that kind of stuff because it it, it helps. Yeah, I, I actually think that there is, I mean, it's the old Spider-Man line, and it's true, that with great power comes great responsibility. This world is filled with all kinds of successful people, and I do believe that every human is born with a talent. Certain talents, for whatever reason, make you famous and make you bajillions of dollars, and others don't. It doesn't mean that that talent isn't important. I mean, you know, right, we'll sit here and look at 
the contracts that now get handed out to NBA players. And we NBA scrubs. I'm and, sorry, no, NBA players. No, the big you know, Westbrook, Steph, $200 million. No, but, but there are also a lot of and, guys who aren't that good who are making a lot of money. You know, Curry, Curry said something when he signed that contract. And you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. But although everybody who makes the NBA is good. No, I know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it? I know what you mean. But Steph said something I don't hear a lot of guys say. And it has gotten to the point where it is silly when somebody makes that amount of money and goes, well, now my family's taken care of. Your family was already taken care of. Like the first $10 million took care of your family. You don't need 200 more for security. That's why I thought he should have taken a cut and helped Durant out. Durant, uh, <laughs> do not, KD out. Do not go there. And instead, he took the forty no. million. Does Steph Curry forty million a year? Well, did you hear what 40 he said? Forty million. The second he signed what? it. The second he signed it. Did you hear what he said? He I'm, said yes. I'm not tipping. No, that's what he said. That's not what he said. <laughs> he said actually, this contract now, because uh, I was making eleven million per year. Oh before, my God! I'm and, 11. And like, was he getting I, was he getting food stamps well, too no, with that, the eleven? His point was. He said, if I can't live on $11 million a year, I obviously have a very bad problem. So I was already fine. When he signed the $205 million contract, his comment was, this contract is about other people. I am now officially on the search for uh, things and people I can help. Because, I mean, what the hell are you going to do with all that money? So I think that's great. I think that's great. And if they get a tax benefit out of it, Fine. It is a tax benefit. Of course it I'm, is. And, and I'm not mad at people for taking advantage of it. That's Yay. what they should do. I get it. Are you an ass if you don't give yes. when you're at that level? Absolutely. I agree. There's no way. I agree. That you shouldn't uh, give back when you're making that kind of money that's only going to be taken from you anyway. So you should help people along the way. Okay. There is a, one NFL coach that has you upset this My evening. My panties are in a bunch. Oh, they are? Yes, they well, are. Well, let's unbunch them. <laughs> Coming up in a few minutes, I wouldn't want you to be uncomfortable here during the holidays. All right. So we've already established that replay needs to be revamped. Um, I think we're heading into an NFL postseason with one of the least dangerous top seeds in the history of the league. We can get to that. Oh, and by the way, tanking in the NBA doesn't work. We can get to all of that. But as we launch into our final hour here on the Jason Smith Show, Mark Willard, Rob Parker, live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, Let's hand you the floor, man. You came in all fired up about one particular NFL coach. What do you got? Well, Ron Rivera of the Panthers, I, I had take issue with him using the owner, uh, Richardson, of the Panthers, who now is up for sale, right, with, with all the uh, stuff swirling around about him. Sports Illustrated come out that he's paid off uh, – a few women. Multiple, yes. Right? And he also paid off a black scout, which he used the N-word, I guess, to describe him or chastise him or whatever. He also got paid off. And Ron Rivera is using him as a rally cry for his team. I find it very distasteful. I'm not saying that you got to condemn Richardson to death or something or say he's the worst man who ever walked the planet. I just know that if it were a player caught up in some sort of scenario, there's no way a coach would use it as a rallying cry. And I get it. 
Richardson gave you your opportunity, your chance to coach in the NFL, your dream came true. That doesn't mean that because he was good to you and did things right by you that he hasn't hurt other people. How dare you diminish the other people who have gone through something. And I'm not saying that you have to be judge and jury and stand up on a platform and condemn the man totally, but just take some acknowledgement that something's going on here. He's not selling the team on a whim because he just decided, woke up one morning and said, I don't want to, I don't want to own the team anymore. Are you kidding me? That's not why. And this whole idea that he's only been good to me and I don't see him in that light is a ridiculous way to approach things. There's no way that Ron Rivera would do the same thing like when we saw with Joe Paterno and um, what was the other coach? Uh, Sandusky. Sand- J- Jerry, Jerry Sand- Sandusky. With what went on with those kids on the campus of Penn State. I dare him to stand up and if that was the case, that he would do the same thing. And because it's this thing with women and maybe you feel like, you know, it's a he said, she said kind of thing and you're, you're trying to soft soak it and not take it as seriously. I don't, I don't believe for one second if it involved kids and what happened at Penn State that he would dare to say, well, I don't know what went on. All I know is I can only base him on how he's treated me. You wouldn't do it. Am I right? I think you're totally right. There's no way he would do it. And I think it's wrong that he's doing this in this case. That's what the problem is in this country and what has been the problem is that we're constantly poo-pooing these women who have gone through all kinds of stuff, and we try to put the blame on them. Oh, what are they wearing? Why did they go to his hotel room? I've heard everything. Oh, what you can't even flirt with a woman anymore. They're gonna they're gonna call HR. This is not flirting. This is not what we're talking about. You don't pay people off. You don't pay people off no. to flirt or ask somebody, "Do you want to go out and get a cup of coffee?" Or I think you're I think you're attractive. Or, Do you have a boyfriend? Would you like to go out with me? That's that's not. That's not what we're talking about. Put it, and I'm not saying Richardson, but in some of these cases, Mark, putting your hands up a woman's skirt, touching them inappropriately, saying stuff to them inappropriately, showing them parts of your body. Is this really where we are? Where we are? And we think that this is okay. This is the flirting and yeah. and the the flirting process. Let me let me answer your question. When you say, "Is this where we are?" Unfortunately, yes, it is. You know what I've seen in 2017 was just about almost everybody listening to our voices right now, uh, I think, needs to hear. We've all seen it. We're all hearing it. However, I feel like we are pretty slow on the uptake. When I say we, I'm talking about men. Men. And we are incredibly slow on the uptake. Holy hell, we are slow on the uptake. Get your average man, stick him in front of a washing machine, and go... Go ahead, operate that. Most guys are like, I don't know what to do. Right. We're incredibly slow on the uptake, and we've skated for so long. I'm including you and I in this conversation, uh, even though I've never harassed anybody in my life. I certainly hope I never gave anybody that feeling against my knowledge. Um, 
I have two sisters, a mother who I have nothing but respect for. Never, never would approach a woman in that way. Never. I wasn't raised that no, way. No, neither was I. I, I wasn't raised I that a, way. No, a lovely mom. Yes. I have an incredible wife. I have a great sister. I have a daughter. You weren't raised that way. Okay, I have a daughter. She's eight years old, and I look at her every day and think about where she's heading and the world she's heading into. I don't want to be on a soapbox and be on a high horse right now. But I do think that in 2017, the jig is so up, and there are so many people, men, who still don't get it, okay? This guy owns a multi-billion dollar corporation, and about three seconds after this story came out, he put it up for sale. Sports Illustrated, I know. Three seconds, and his quarterback, a male with darker skin came out and defended him and then his head coach a male Hispanic a Hispanic male came out and defended him even further and it's wildly disappointing what we find in a day and age where so many of us are caught up in race and ethnicity and age is that the strongest thing that many of us think binds us together is our sex. Cam Newton, Ron Rivera, neither of them white, just defended this guy. So the bond that is male apparently seems to be the strongest strongest thing out there. That's a good point. Through all of this, and it's crazy to me. I'm not saying that you you, you don't even believe this, that they have to come out and condemn him totally. No, just close your mouth. Right, but but just understand (laughs) that something's going on here, and that's the reason why people were paid off. And just just, you, you know what? Just because he didn't treat you that way doesn't mean that he didn't treat other people. I don't. Whenever I hear that, I just don't yeah. get that. It, it, it. By the way, it goes further than the women uh, in this world deserve respect for all they do and whatnot. It's way, way, way past that. They don't just deserve respect. Uh, we need to protect them. We need to protect them. You know, uh, my wife is in the uh, is currently uh, trying to. Uh, start a business and she ends up in many many meetings and she is with the establishment in those meetings and she may be searching for funding she may be searching searching for partners right stuff like that the crap that she has been put through guys saying stuff or whatnot or you know it's it's really unbelievable and you're a guy i'm a guy right i get it we have thoughts. We all do. Attractive That's in woman our DNA. comes in the room, right? But it is unbelievable to me. I have learned in this 2017 that might be the strongest, hardest wall to break through in all of our societal ills is the fact that w- I, most guys, and, and there are days I'll admit, me included, you wake up and you walk out of your house, and that's what guides you. And you know, you're, I- you're you know what. But, it but, guides you. And here's the other part. How many guys, How many times have you heard this? She came to his hotel room. What did she expect? What is she doing in his hotel room? And I said, just going up to somebody's hotel room means that you can do whatever whatever you want? Is what, When? By the way, you're the one who set the meeting in the hotel right. room. Right. You told <laughs> her to come to your hotel yeah. room, and then when I, she comes, you say, she obviously wants to, uh, you know, why else would she come to my hotel room? I, I don't get that. Someone can come to your hotel room, and, and I can say this too. 
a woman might be intrigued by you, right? And might even say, might even say, Mark's a cool guy. You know, I, I, I'm a little attracted to him. And I don't know. I might go up there, have a drink, and I might, I might make out. I might, I might say like, okay, but I'm, but it, I might also say no. Yeah. Do Do you know what I mean? Like, and and the same thing. I don't get this whole notion, like it's a green light because she speaks to you or because she. Well, listen. You know where this green light. This is where where this whole conversation takes me because I don't want to. I don't want to preach, and I know you don't want to preach. The whole conversation takes me to a place where it's fascinating to me how many things guys will set aside in the name of winning on the field. It's fascinating to me how many things we set aside. We just, it's okay as long as you can ball out, Greg Hardy. It's okay as long as you can ball out. It's not okay. You know, uh, this town that we sit in right now had a citywide, seemingly week-long celebration of Kobe Bryant last week. And Kobe Bryant is a wonderful basketball player. But the things I ended up hearing people say about Kobe Bryant, when we know what we know on record and in fact, when we know those things. Not a pretty picture. To say what we all said about him because he's good at basketball. Is insane to me. Can you imagine in 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 the climate that we're in now, if what happened with Kobe happened now? Don't forget, this is what people forget. The Lakers used to fly Kobe back and forth on their team plane. He wasn't suspended by the league, or they said, Hey, let's let this play out. You go through the legal process and then you could come back and play. He played through the whole thing. But- it's unbelievable when you think about the difference between that and then the NFL suspending guys for going to a strip club. <laughs> it's disappointing. I, I, all I'll say, going back to your original point to bring up about Ron Rivera, it's um, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. I get it. I the, hope next the, year the, is better. The owner gave him a job. I get <laughs> it. I get it. So what? I know. So what? Because he he didn't treat you that way. So whatever any happened to anybody else doesn't matter to you. You you think those people are uh, meaningless? They don't matter. It that's the part that bothers me is that he has no compassion for what's happened to the other people. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. There are refreshed, updated Super Bowl odds, and they tell a story. Uh, Patriots are going to win. Here we go. Uh, No, they tell a story, and uh, we'll give that one to you next. Uh, Mark Willard, Rob Parker, Fox Sports Radio. All right, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, so wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's your day tomorrow? So tomorrow. So you're going to go home here in an hour and go to sleep. Yes, and then I got Undisputed with Skip Shannon and Joy tomorrow morning. Okay. Get up uh, nice and early. So so alarm goes off at? 5. 5 a.m. So that'll be about five hours after you get to sleep. Yes. Okay. And, and then you do that show and then what? Then I get off at, the show's over at 9. I can leave right after the show. Okay. So uh, then I'm doing afternoon drive on the local uh, AM, 570 on AM 570 in Los Angeles. In LA. Right. And that is uh, 2 to 6. 2 to 6. So I think I might get to go home for a couple hours, you know, and I might- Try to take a nap, like, but have the alarm on. Drink coffee? 
No, I'm a tea drinker. You're a tea drinker. Tea drinker. Okay. So I have tea. All right. All right. Get ready. Who are you doing? Who are you doing it with tomorrow afternoon? So I'm doing it with uh, Ryan. Ryan Hollins. Hollins. Right. Now I've never worked with him. Ryan's great. But I've Ryan's heard great. a lot of good things. You've worked with him. I've right? worked with him. He's awesome. He is a uh, you know former Clipper for a few years. He's played he had a, a cup lot of coffee of, and a sweet roll in the NBA. Lot. No, he had a lot of sweet rolls. Oh, okay. He just played with a lot of different teams, but he was playing for over a decade. Recently played in Europe. Um, I got the whole lowdown on him, not just because he's a friend and I know him, uh, but he was a recent guest on my Ballers with Babies podcast, okay. which everybody could check out. is on iHeartRadio, so you could check that out, um, talking to sports personalities about uh, kind of the blend of their personal life with their sporting life, and he's got an unbelievable story. He's got four kids. Wow. Uh, the fourth one was born in Europe when he was playing over there. How old is he? Which is a really bizarre you know, world. Basketball in Europe. We're learning. Like the ball family and everything. Right. There's a lot of racism. There's a lot of oh, weird it's rules. Bad. Oh yeah. It's just bizarre. So it's an amazing story. You can check that and out. And a lot of those How teams he? He and a lot is, of those teams you can only have a certain amount of Americans. Correct. Right. And a certain amount of minutes. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Like he talked about how hard it's, it was to be like, okay, we're trying to win. And I am the best player on this team. Doesn't matter. And you, you won't the put locals, me in the game. The locals want to yeah. see people that look like <laughs> them. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's brutal. All right, how old is I'm Ryan just taking a guess, yeah. Uh, he's probably uh, 35. 30, he's 33. 33. 33. Okay. And he's a local guy. He's born in Pasadena. Nice. Uh, you know, he played at UCLA. We're doing uh, three shows together. Ask him about shows. the Ball family. Okay. Just I will ask do that. him. Just ask him and just step back. Um, and and let him roll. Uh, you'll get some good uh, conversation. What's up? All right, so um, I watched the Eagles last night on Christmas, and there was not much with regard to my holiday that was more difficult than trying to watch Nick Foles while I was that full. I mean, you. Th- this was a really, really good um, cure for insomnia. A lot of food. A lot of fudge. What's that stuff they talk about? Was Did you have turkey? The, the tryptophan? Yeah. No, we had ham. You had ham, I don't okay. think, is there, is there tryptophan and ham? There's no tryptophan there, No, it's, in, it's there, in right? turkey that makes you sleepy. No, but I just had a lot. Like, I had a lot of everything with the mac and cheese, and oh. we had the ham, and we had bread, and my wife made it just a banging salad. It was, oh my gosh, we ate everything. And then I'd go back and do it again. Right. And then... Uh, what do you have for dessert? Everybody accidentally, brother, at last minute, they're like, another family's coming. Bring an extra dessert. We got the pumpkin pie. You bring something chocolate. So we brought a bunch of fudge and chocolate cookies. And then my mom, without asking anybody, brought Rice Krispie treats. And so there was just desserts coming out the wow. wazoo. And so I think I had like two chocolate cookies and three pieces of fudge. And then I watched Nick Foles play football. And and that was not easy. And I'm I'm looking at this. So check this out. What favorite, in the Super Bowl odds, what favorite do you think the Eagles are? Like how many teams are ahead of them I think they've the dropped, odds I to think win the Super Bowl? I think they've dropped to uh, the fourth best. Give me the teams you think are ahead of the Eagles. I'm just guessing. Um, obviously the Patriots. Patriots, correct. Uh, let me see. Pittsburgh, yep. Steelers, yep, that's correct. Um, let's see, Jacksonville. No. I know people still don't buy in, no. even though they got the defense. No. Uh, who else would I say? Uh, who am I missing? Minnesota. Minnesota, correct. 
Vikings, now the NFC favorite, according to Vegas. No, I believe it. I, they, they got defense, too. They play Vikings. great defense. Yep. Five to one. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, Saints? Yep, Saints. Yep, Saints, 10 to one. Any others? No, that's what I'll – and then I think – Incorrect. Rams, 10 to one. The Philadelphia Eagles are the one seed, and there are three teams in their own conference – that Vegas states have a better chance to get to the Super Bowl than them. They are 15 and 1, 15 to 1, yep. sixth in the Vegas rankings. And by the way, only one percentage point, if you will, ahead of the Jags. The Jags are 16 to 1, but the, the Eagles are 15 to 1. But the only reason it is, is because when you lose your starting quarterback, they just don't expect that, you, that the backup's going to come in. And win the Super Bowl. I know, That's but just, you have home field it doesn't advantage matter. in it a do, cold weather outdoor it, city. It doesn't matter. They just don't – you know how it is. They just don't believe it's going to happen. I don't know. You'd have to help me out where a team lost their quarterback. Okay. You got it? And, and, and the backup won the Super Bowl. But let's talk about the teams happen. that are being said to be better than the Eagles. And by the way, I'm not saying that I disagree with this. I agree with this. I would knock the Eagles down even further based on what I saw Nick Foles do. Yeah, yesterday. but Nick Foles in game one of him playing, he uh, threw four touchdowns and he looked pretty good. Against the Giants. I'm sorry, what was your comment earlier oh, so about now, Garoppolo? I just, just want to Hold on a second. I just want to know. No, Garoppolo didn't play the Giants. I know, but he played the Bears, who were awful. He did. They actually, their defense is not awful. The Giants' They're defense awful. is awful. The Bears' defense is and one he of also, the better, better defenses in the NFL. And he also played the uh, Garoppolo. Uh, Garoppolo won. Uh, he beat the Washington Generals in the no, game. No, he didn't. No, he beat well, the Houston Texans. And, he, and the Houston Texans. And he beat the Tennessee. And the Houston Oilers. And he beat the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. And he hung 38 points on the best defense in football. Yeah, but they were so took stop. a day off. They so took, that was no, a day no, off. Well, if you're just going to make an excuse for every win, <laughs> then you're just going to get to do that all day. The point is, let's take a look at some of the teams they've now said, oh, well, you have Nick Foles as your quarterback. You can't win. But apparently, if you have Case Keenum, you can. A year ago, two of the teams that are now ahead of the Eagles, a year ago, Jared Goff and Case Keenum – we're taking turns on a weekly basis, barfing on the field in Los Angeles. And now, here they are, world beaters, favorites in the NFC. And So is that why Jeff Fisher thinks that he should take credit <laughs> of what's going on he now? Did. Apparently he had two good quarterbacks. Uh, unbelievable. That was his problem. He didn't have one, he had two. But so that's, that's what you're looking at. Jared Goff, never a playoff game. Case Keenum, never a playoff game. Drew Brees is going to have to do this outside in cold weather. That doesn't that makes usually a difference. work. Right. It makes a difference. But all of them, according to Vegas, are ahead of the Eagles. And it's because, basically, it's because of the way Nick Foles played football last okay, night. Okay, so, so here we are. If I take a team and you take a team, right, I'm ready. I'm in a betting mood tonight. You're in a betting mood. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. We've already got two hundred dollars. We got the four year, but that's a four year. Yeah, bet. we've got that's the Let's long do, play. I need some. some we got we got two hundred dollars that Garoppolo wins a Super Bowl in less than five years. Right. Okay. That, now what's that, the next wager? And the next wager is if I take the Eagles with Nick Foles, you take a team. I think that the Eagles will win more games than that NFC team that you pick. So you you could you get get to pick a team. 
Hang I, on, hang on. I gotta play. Right. I gotta play this out to see who the Eagles are gonna play first. No, but but I'm just saying the you Rams play. and Saints. I'm gonna say the Saints are probably gonna be the three seed. The Rams are gonna be the four seed. So the Eagles are probably gonna play the Rams. Okay. So you want to take the in Rams week two? Uh, no, I'm gonna take the Vikings, and I think the Vikings. So the are Vi- gonna you're end- gonna say the Vikings will win more games than the Eagles? I think do. the Vikings are gonna host the Rams in the NFC Championship game. Okay. Let's let's make that bet. I think the Eagles aren't gonna win any games. In the playoffs, okay, I they're going to get a bye. I think the Vi- and then they're going to get beat by the Rams on their own field. And I think the Vikings will lose to the Saints. Yes. <laughs> what are we betting? Chicken wings. <laughs> wing stop. What do you get? Chicken all wings. flats. That's what I, I know, want. I want. What so do you want? I get to pick my food. You want a sandwich? You want a subway? I want. I want a burger with mushrooms on it. Burger. That's fine. Yeah. And fries. And fries. Yes. Let's get to Sager in here. Let's find out what's going on this evening. <laughs> One um, wager after yeah, another. You, know, right. you guys mentioned the Christmas games in the TV ratings, the overnights that are out. Yes. And those were two dog NFL games yesterday. They still outrated any of the five NBA games of course. on Christmas. Of that, course. that Steelers blowout win at the- Houston had more than double the rating of the Thunder Rockets, which was prime time for ABC. Because uh, LeBron ruined the NBA and people don't watch it. No, that's not it. That's it's, it. That, it's because football's me. popular. Yeah, that's right. It's because the 2017 <laughs> will go down as two things. Not only is Steve. it the year that men realize the jig is up, it'll also go down as the year that the downfall of the NFL was wildly no, overstated. No, not at you all. fake news. Wildly not overstated. Not at all, Steve. It's just about the gambling. That's why people watch football. Well, people watch football. And yeah, who kills, cares why? It kills any <laughs> other regular season yes. in any other sport, even if the ratings are down compared to last year or whatever you want to make. Yeah, NFL that, that, still that story that came out last week, they're like, NBA ratings are up and NFL ratings are down. Right, but in an NFL game is still on well, average 10 times higher <laughs> than an NBA game. TNT so, has had under 2 million for its double headers more than once. Yeah. yeah this year. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, football's fine. The finale last night for TNT, I think it got a one rating, and the Steelers game got a nine rating. Wow. So, See, football. Yep. I was in my fantasy <laughs> you know, championship, you, and I had Le'Veon Bell, so I was watching every single second of that game. You, you guys me? mentioned your bet also. It sounds a little soon, doesn't it, Rob? Within five years? Less than five years? Yes. Garoppolo's going to So I looked it up. The Seahawks, of course, they dominated their Super Bowl when Pete Carroll won it, 2013 season. I looked up how were they four and five years before. Seattle's record was four and twelve and five and eleven uh-huh. just before Pete Carroll took over. Oh, and what's the Niners' record? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Pete Carroll's first draft, they oh. got Earl Thomas, Golden Tate, Cam Chancellor, none in the first round. And then the next year, Richard Sherman, K.J. Wright, Byron Maxwell, Malcolm Smith, none of them were in the first round. Right. And, and then the next year, Russell Wilson oh. and Bobby Wagner, none of them in the first round. Bazinga. When you get an elite quarterback, you win a Super Bowl. That's how it works in the NFL. Hey, Steve DeSager. You Unless sound, your name you, is Philip Rivers. You sound like you want a piece of the action. <laughs> I'm just saying I thought that, that sounds unusual. It's not only happened, it's happened in this division it's recently. It's normal. Exactly. Yeah, it's about the Niners and the Rams in the NFC West for the uh, for the next handful of years. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yep. The Rams did announce, by the way, they'll probably be resting starters this Sunday in the finale against San oh, Francisco. Oh, so Garoppolo's going to go 7-0 as a starter. And, and <laughs> Jeff Fisher took credit for it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to get a playoff share this right. year, the way uh, he's talking. Uh, or no, or maybe not. you are. Yeah. Go 12 or, or less. Yeah, exactly. The Broncos say they plan to start Paxton Lynch at quarterback this Sunday. The oh, Patriots signed linebacker James Harrison. The late game in college football. Kansas State was down at the half, 17-7, and then beat up UCLA, 35-17. Anyone who's seen UCLA this year knows 
they cannot stop the run. I looked it up. They are ranked 128 in the country in run defense. That's next to last, next to San Jose State. UCLA gives up over 280 yards per game, average, on the ground. Well, Steve. Kansas State was almost 350 on the ground tonight. Steve, you're so negative. At least they're consistent. They are. That is an average. (laughs) That is a normal game for them. Wow, they were bad on the ground. And, you know, UCLA was winless away from home this year, 0-7. They went 6-0 at home in the Rose Bowl, 0-7 out of the Rose that's Bowl. How, that's how you make a bowl game in college football. <laughs> that's right. That's how Terrible. You do they that's finished 6-7. and seven. There you go. Uh, all right. Duke was 6-6. Six and six. They won their bowl game. Utah was 6-6. Six and six. They won their bowl game today. Uh, Steve DeSager, everybody. We're live. Geico, Fox Sports Radio Wait a minute, Studios. Steve DeSager. You said something of grammar incorrect. Duke won its, it's bowl, bowl game. game. You okay. said there. You know what? Utah I'm so, won its. I, I'm so glad you did this. Come I'm on, so Steve DeSager. I just gave you a compliment no, the I other was, day. I was driving home listening to this absolutely banana land conversation. When? Yes, the other day? Yes. You and Brian <laughs> No with Steve DeSager. I was giving him and credit. Brian, yes, you were giving him credit. And Brian felt, you could tell, Brian felt completely broadsided <laughs> by... Uh, the most fascinating sports radio discussion, <laughs> Grammar, Grammar Police, Rob Parker. <laughs> I'm listening to this, and I like wanted to punch my radio for two reasons. Number one, nobody wants to hear about grammar on the radio. <laughs> and number two, you know what? There are certain rules, grammar rules in life, that should be broken just by virtue of this rule. This is the way people talk. I know, but it's okay? incorrect. Steve, I, am I right or you, wrong? You, That's right. UCLA, it went 6-0 and at home. No, because it's they, because there's a bunch it's of people they. playing no, in it's UCLA not. helmets. Do you know if I sat here for the next half hour and played Grammar Police, do you know how many times I could pull you over? One. Pull over. No, you know what? And then it would be racial profiling. Exactly. That's what exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Golly. They think I've got Ebonics going on. No. That would be it. The Sager, you say whatever the hell you want over there. <laughs> All right, Steve, I'm sorry. And happy Sager. holidays. Yes, you too. Absolute professional. Um, he is. I gave him credit the other day. He just slipped up. It's, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He spoke like a human being, which is what we're supposed to do on the radio here. Be relatable human beings. Speak like a human. Don't speak like a grandma with a dictionary out. Uh, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. Only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. My grandma, uh, this is a sore subject with me. Can you tell? Yes, because she must say something to oh you all gosh. the time. It used to, The big one for her was um, Rob and me are going to the store. I'm sorry, who... You mean Rob uh, and Rob, I? Rob and me are going to the store. I'm sorry. Who? who? Oh, my God. I got one Rob better. Rob and me are going to the store, okay? You ready? Yes. The old TV sitcom Batman. There's a great, there's a great escape. Catwoman is on like this. That's right. Catwoman is about to jet propel out, out of the uh, window to get away from Batman and Robin, right? Have you seen any shows since no, 1982? No, no, no. But wait a minute. Hear Golly. this out. And this is the, the, the real dialogue on the show. And Robin says to Catwoman, you can't get away from Batman that easy. And Batman turns to him and says, Robin... <laughs> You mean easily. Good grammar is essential. That is exactly the dialogue on well, the show. I'm so glad we got the correct grammar from someone in a cat suit talking to someone in a bat suit. Well, there it is. Make sure we get it right. 
Uh, we wouldn't have to extend well, well, our brains. Don't you at remember all. that uh, that big song, Country Grammar? Wasn't that about uh, grandma? Yeah, I do. But I work with Tom Looney, so it's uh, it's a fun experience here with Grammar Police. I'll tell you Uh-oh. that. Man, nobody likes that guy. I was like, Rob, you're a likable guy. Don't join don't the be Grammar that guy. Police. The Grammar Police offer you a job. Say no thanks. Go work for the. Uh, What's the the, the Gazette uh, Post? Oh, the the, the Wilkes-Barre Times Leader. Scranton Wilkes-Barre Times Leader. Yeah, go work there. That place is like three years from New York. That's how far away it is. (laughs) Yes, exactly right. So uh, are you not buying the statement that I made earlier that John Lynch is the executive of the year? I I know they're only five and ten. But go deeper. Don't don't just look no, at the No, I want to go on the surface. Go no, go deeper. Go deeper. Realize that he got Jimmy Garoppolo for a second round pick. I'd have to take a look at what what Jim. they did. No, but I'd I'd have to take a bigger look at what they've done. Now now Do you want to hear the Trubisky trade? But but I want but what you, they've you, I, I I get okay. what they've done, but I'm saying what they did in Jacksonville, I would like to see the piece. I don't know. Like I'd have to take a look and see what they did that turned that thing around and, and wasn't moved by the front office or maybe guys just developed. But I would like to You're take a about look. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. No, you, I'm, I'm talking about the 49ers. No, I know. But I'm saying before I'm ready, I'm, Jacksonville made such a – Jacksonville and the Rams also made such great strides. I would like to take a look at what well, moves were made. Jacksonville did a lot of free agent signing. That's what I'm saying. Calais Campbell, they yeah, they uh, you know AJ Bouye was a, was a free agent signing. I don't but, know all the details. But they were also young. Who, who Listen, got better? They've been in the top five in the draft for three, four years running, and they've drafted all defense, and, and it's paid off. And those guys are now getting really good. They're now getting really good. But that counts. That that's counts. all I'm saying. Yeah. They can be in the discussion. I'm just saying, let's not forget the Trubisky trade either. Remember what the 49ers got to move one slot in the draft last year? To move one slot, they also picked up an additional third-round pick, an additional fourth-round pick, and a third-round pick in the next draft, which would now be this year. And a bag of Funyuns. Don't forget that. And a bag of Funyuns. (laughs) And they still got to draft the guy they wanted anyway. And then they traded Jimmy Garoppolo for a second-round pick. No, that was a steal. I mean, that that, right there. And then they traded back into the first round and got Reuben Foster out of Alabama last year. Um, I'm telling you, man, that's happening fast. All right. When four years come and you got to fork over two, it's going to be painful. And you know what? His kid can't get braces. And they can't go to summer school, summer camp. And I'm not. I'm gonna look at the kids and say, "Your dad has a problem, <laughs> I and never, I can't help you." I never had braces. No. So maybe my kid won't need them either. Okay, there you go. Look at my teeth. They're good. Yeah, right. I had braces. I had to do Invisalign later yeah. in life, but I didn't have braces. You didn't have them at the yeah, time. Not at the time. But yeah. uh, you know, your All kids right. and summer camp. You don't need to go to summer camp. Take them down to the park. It's okay. Okay, I want to run uh, the theory by coming up that tanking doesn't work, and we've got our play of the day coming up as well. Uh, Willard and Parker, Fox Sports Radio. Is this show almost over? It's almost over. Okay. All right, we got great news. Quick way you can save some money, switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on car insurance. This show has to end at some point, or else you wouldn't be able to make the next 12 shows that you're doing in the next 24 hours. You know what? I, I want to I wanna have a bet since I'm betting with everybody. Okay, now I've, I think I'm, I'm out. You you're bet out. somebody else. It was, no, yeah. it was with Alex. I okay. want to bet with Alex. 
I want to bet with Alex so that if I win the bet in the football game, okay. me and him have to bite the same hamburger at the oh, same time. Oh, no, don't do that to him. That's wrong. <laughs> Alex, Alex Alex is trying to better himself. Oh, God. He's trying to better himself. At the same time, we have to have like a in and out burger. You bite one end, I bite the other. Come on, man. Are we going to get the song from Lady and the Tramp too at the same time or what? There you go. Yeah, you guys can meet in the middle. There you go. Come on. No? No. What's the bet? It's got to be a football bet. Steelers okay. fans. Let me think about Steelers what? fan. Oh, Steelers? Yeah. yeah no, nah, I want the Steelers to win, so I, I can't too. bet that. So. Yeah, I think everybody All right, we'll, I'll come up with something, Alex, the next time, okay? Next All time. Right, we're working good. again. Aren't we working Friday together? We're working Friday together. We're working Friday? Friday? Yep. Friday. I'll have a bet, and it'll involve beef, okay? <laughs> Wait, you have beef with Alex? Yeah, I got beef with you. You can't. You can't. You can't hey, that's grammatically incorrect when you yeah, say with you. With you? I can't. With you. I got beef with you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can you ask me something? That's not grammatically correct (laughs) when you say that. Do we have our play of the day? Let's do it. Let's do that. Tied at 97. Six-tenths of a second remain. The lob. Here it is. It's good. Tyson Chandler put it up and in. And it's good. It was a rim-high pass from Bender. Tyson Chandler was there, jammed it through, and the fans are going crazy. And it was a rim-high pass grabbed by Tyson Chandler, put right through the cords, and the Suns should have a 99-97 victory. Suns Radio Network on that one in the play of the day, uh, brought to you by Geico. Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios is where we sit easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. And Alex, I, I know I'm I'm razzing you a little bit because you don't eat meat anymore, right? And I you're, do not. Yeah, I gave right. it up. He, and, went, he went vegan. And you gotta you just, gotta put a label you, on it. You gotta shake the the experience you had. I get it. You had you had a, you had a hot dog with a tail on. <laughs> I, <laughs> what right. the hell are you talking about right now? What are you talking about? You're, 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 I couldn't uh, even get it out. I'm my sorry. God. I'm you, need sorry. A, you need a two and a half hour show. You know that? You, I you, just lost you it. You lose it. You've completely lost it. I couldn't even um, get it out. Um, here, I'll get this out. All right. Um, I was looking around the league in the NBA. Your favorite. I know you're big NBA Oh, guy. yeah. Big NBA. Love the NBA. And outside of a transcendent player like LeBron James, Moving the league. Okay, but outside, let's all agree. An all-time great player? Yes. Okay. So, he goes number one overall. If you're going to tank in, in a situation like that, sure, it makes sense. But isn't it fascinating to look at a team like, let's say, the Lakers over the last two years? Yep. They've had the number two pick in the draft two years in a row. What did they get for that? They got Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Brandon Ingram looks like he's getting a little bit better. Lonzo Ball looks like he's getting a little bit better. I think these guys could be, end up being very good NBA players. Um, so that's great. But who's the best player on their team? Kyle Kuzma. Yes. Who they got down at number 20, 27. 27. Like, in the day of analytics and let's tank and the Sixers trust the process, who, by the way, are still barely making the playoffs. They're 15 in, and 18, in, in, given the talent that they have. In, in a wretched Eastern Conference. Right, that's not a good look. They I had lost five in a row before they beat the Knicks the other so day. So if that's the process, I'm, let's just say my trust is wavering in that process. Like, what wins in the NBA? Smart wins? Scouting wins? Playing two, three years ahead no, wins? I, I agree. The tanking thing never 
totally works and people who do it, it doesn't mean you're going to win anything. You got to get the right. You got to get the right guy, and then you got to get the right pieces part. Look around the league at the players who are really, really difference makers, I, I, and I, how many of them were number one overall draft picks. There's LeBron, maybe Kyrie. I'm not going to call Andrew Wiggins a. I mean, he's a very good player, but is he some sort of great playoff difference maker? Not yet. Right? He and Carl Anthony Towns, they're the four seed right now. Maybe they get there. They had to add Jimmy Butler, though, to really get over that hump to become a playoff team. Uh, Anthony Davis, oh, he's a great player. What's he done? He's never won a playoff game. He's never won a game. One playoff game, never won. The the players who are running the league. And then they add Cousins down there, nothing. 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 Steph Curry, James Harden. All those Warriors, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, second-round pick. None of these guys were number one. Durant was a number two even. But um, the guys who are running the league, like it comes down to being smart and scouting and understanding what you're looking at. Right, like uh, getting Kwame Brown, right? He was one of those, uh, one of the first overall pick. one overall pick. Not a good look. Number one overall pick. I mean, the Lakers do have a number one overall pick. You know what his name is? Andrew Bogut. There's your number one overall pick on the Lakers. Very nice. So um, I just think it, you know, it's something for NBA teams to think about in, in the effort to bring down these juggernauts, which they will at some point by age, if nothing else. Um, you know, I, I, I think I think you keep chasing these teams. You keep trying to get a little bit closer, a little bit closer at a certain point, either age or free agency or the salary cap is going to take these guys down. And and you want to be ready right then. You don't want to be the team that's like, oh, cool, we've got the number one pick in the draft. And we're looking at a fourth year with the same teams in the NBA final. How how and the boring ratings, is and that? And the ratings will be huge again. No, they won't. Yeah, they will. No, they won't. It's the same thing we over are, and over. We, we already had this bet last year. Who ate chicken wings? I just I just thought Who you looked a little wings? gaunt, so I brought them in for you because I wanted to help you out. Why are you arguing the same point again? Because I don't think that a fourth year in a row is going to be the same. You don't like it. Everybody else no, does. No, everybody else doesn't like it. I no, know a lot of people no, have the, turned the off by the NBA. four guys who tweet you don't count. Yes. <laughs> Those guys don't count. you got to look at the data. Is that all I got for people I, on Twitter? Take that an- data. Answer this question for me honestly. Is there anything other than baseball that you like? Yes. Like what? I I love football. I used to. I used. All I hear is you rip the NFL and the NBA. No. That's all I hear from you no, all day. No, because I'm just. I'm not. Oh, I'm not in lockstep you, with everybody else. Are you not getting enough sleep? I'm not. I'm if not you getting sleep enough better. Sleep. Then you, you will think be. So? Yeah, you'll be happier about things. Maybe when I need you wake something up in the morning. Too. Go get some sleep. Man. All right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you.